why not do a podcast? Why not have some fun? Oh, writing things down, hey? Yep. Huh. Am I ever. What an amateur. Taking this shit seriously now. <laughs> Episode 376. This is the one that uh, we're going to start taking it seriously. Oh, okay. Well. Going to lay down the law. It's professional now? Yeah. Going to mm. spill some secrets. Going <laughs> to. Once again, I still think we, we should find that murderer. We promised, and we haven't found them yet. <laughs> we, we did? And they've been killing off so many other podcasts. Is that right? Just think of all the podcasts that have like uh, been killed off since we started. Killed everyone in the Justice Pals. <laughs> all those guys. They really went through a list of like almost everyone that we've done podcasts with. Right? <laughs> That's true. Pink Panthers. They gone. just killed those guys. Yep. Just the, the off. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Who are the who are the, who are the other guys? The uh, other guys we did podcasts with. What, what, what was what their podcast? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Murdered them. Cold blood. <laughs> that right? right. And we keep saying we're going to catch that murderer, and we never do. Mm-hmm. Which also, by the way, by the uh, way never let us on your podcast because <laughs> you're going to be just murdered afterwards. <laughs> That's the way this goes down, right? Yeah. yeah. How about that dance to death one that you did? It's still going. Is it still going? Yeah. Uh, it's ironic, though, because it's right, all about death. It's about death. So the murderer likes it probably because yeah, it like yeah. feeds uh, their need for murder. <laughs> okay. No. All right. That all makes sense. All right. Well, let's get started. All right. I'm glad have you, you're. Uh, have, have you got your uh, silencio? Yes, I've got plenty of silence. My reaction to what you just said. <laughs> I was supposed to make a big pop and mm. said it just hurt your cheek. Yeah, pretty much a <laughs> metaphor for the show. <laughs> tongue in cheek, painful tongue in cheek. All right. <laughs> everybody. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. Why don't we call this one episode 376? Good enough? I like the let's way just, you think. Let's just round it up to 376. Sure. Sounds sounds good to me. Uh, we're, let, me just, uh, let me just cross out here that I had, I had episode 375 and three quarters. I'm going to read that. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <sighs> okay. okay, that's good. That was interesting. Uh, he, he actually like was using his thumb as an eraser and bits of his thumb were coming off. That's true. Then he just blew them away. You didn't know that I was made of rubber, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, did, you, did you ever make your, um, your little, uh, little eraser, little pink eraser into a pig? Did you ever do one of those things? I don't. You take, uh, mm. you take, uh, it's an old Matt Groening uh, thing. You okay. take uh, a little uh, tax, yep. but not, you know, and then you uh, put like uh, four for legs sure. and then one for snout. And then you've got a little, uh, little pig for your, uh, for your desk. Oh, that's yeah, adorable. That is nice. I never did that. Here's what you also did. I did draw on my, my erasers, though, but I didn't. Oh, that's, I didn't that's good. Pick. Here's what one person did once, and I think we might have mentioned this on the show before. They took a uh, paper clip, put it through, and then uh, thread it through, yep. and then they plugged it into the electrical socket, and uh, that makes molten uh, eraser <laughs> fly all over the, uh, the classroom. It was really something. That would be it, something. It was a big pop, and yeah. it was flaming eraser was wow. everywhere. Wow. So don't do that. The classic pink pearl eraser. Yeah. They really they really got the market on that one. The the pink side worked. The blue side supposedly Oh, oh god. Supposedly it erase ink. It's supposed to erase pen, but really it just erased your paper. Exactly. It just erased everything. It was the <laughs> ultimate nullifier. It just destroyed anything underneath it. And then and then uh, eventually you got that white one, uh, which I forget what the name of that one is. 
uh, that they use for like drawing cartoons and whatever. It's a, the, sure. the white oh, razor. I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's soft. It's uh, delightful mm. in your hand. It, right. it couldn't be friendlier. Like a gum eraser. Oh my gosh. Thing, yeah. It's so beautiful <laughs> and just erases everything so soft and so sweet. And then you went pink pearl, you go to hell. <laughs> right? It's true. Right. Uh, Pink Pearl inherited most of her money from uh, Minnie Pearl, her aunt, uh, who invented uh, the, the, price tag. the hilarious hat okay. yeah, with a price tag on it. That is, uh, that's trivia. Sorry, I jumped for in. You. No, I, no, I was okay. so excited to my, my little joke there. I jumped yeah, in. That's why you got kicked off Hee Haw, because you, uh, you wouldn't let them uh, do the setups. I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't let them hit me in the ass with a board from the fence. Salute. Exactly. <laughs> uh all right, plug 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 time because we got to do that uh, right now more than ever. We've got to pay the bills. Okay. Um, got a comic coming out next week called Exorcisters Number Five. I've already read it, everyone, and it, it's really good. It's a follow up to Exorcisters One, Two, Through Four, but what? not Three. One, Two, Through Four. <laughs> yeah, Four was unrelated. No. Uh, so if, if you get a chance to pick that up, uh, Giselle Legacy does the art. It's quite nice. Mm. And it uh, brings everything to a, a real high point of action. Things happen. Yeah. Would you say things happen as a person who has read that comic? Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. There you, secrets are revealed. Secrets are revealed. Yeah. Uh, things, things occur. Uh, cliffhanger is resolved from the previous issue. That's true. Yeah. Death-defying cliffhanger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're like, what happened to that person? Did they die? Well, you'll see. Mm. This is how you know. Yeah. And then uh, everything leads to a whole bunch of stuff, and then it leads to a letters page, and that leads to a couple of ads for Giselle stuff, then it leads to an ad for Sneaky Dragon. That's true. That's true. It all ends with an ad for <laughs> Sneaky Dragon. Mm. No, well, there's there's another uh, there's ad for another comic ad, ad like right at the, at the back. That's fair. And then there's an ad for a trade on the back. But anyway, if you get a chance to pick that up, please pick that up. Uh, the next issue of Mad Magazine, I don't think it's out now, but um, it's got kind of a whole bunch of cubes on the cover. I think it's issue, I believe it's issue six. I think it's okay. issue six. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in there, I've got uh, uh, Mary Poppins Goes to the White House is a... Uh, is a comic that uh, I did uh, mm. with uh, Tom Richmond, who's an amazing, amazing artist. He's a really good artist. Yeah, top drawer. Uh, and starting the next issue, uh, Pia Guerra, my lovely wife, uh, is uh, and I are doing a regular uh, page for Mad mm-hmm. that we have uh, called Meanwhile, that we have now found out uh, in issues after that has been expanded to two pages. Oh. So we've just doubled down. You've, you've got to, uh, you have to double your... your double your... our pleasure and double our fun. <laughs> and, so we are storing... And double gum, your workload. Gum, yeah, but also gum. So we're, we're having a lot more gum. So nice. congratulations on that, my love. Thank you. Uh, Pia is now uh, going to hell with this, and she's going up to do things upstairs, and God bless her for it. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. I'm taking a nap. Yeah, she's taking a nap. It's the traditional Valentine's Day nap where she dreams of uh, better choices she could have made in her life. You lay better fellows. <clears throat> you lay in the position that Saint Valentine fell after he's murdered. Exactly. Yeah, it's very. There you are. I have the Valentine's Day. Po- <laughs> something, something, goddamn yeah, it was we said. Missed it all. Well, we missed it all. Anyway, there you go. So, <laughs> if you get a chance, uh, pick up those. And uh, we're doing regular cartoons for the New Yorker as well. So, if you feel like p- picking up the New Yorker, that's also a fine thing to do. Mm. Uh, and Dave, yeah, why don't you tell us about the new podcast you've been doing, Ian? Yeah, you know what? We've never met before, right? <laughs> we have never met. First of all, is this your card? And is this your podcast? <laughs> is this your credit card? Oh, is this your podcast? Would be a good name for a uh, magic podcast. Hmm. Put that in your back pocket. And smoke it. Please do. I was going to say, it's uh, it's snowing out today. I came here driving in the snow. We, and we love snow in the West. We handle it well. I really enjoy it myself. Well, you do enjoy snow. That's true. 
But coincidentally, yes, when Mary and I recorded Sneaky Dragon Listening Party this week, we also recorded it uh, sitting, not we didn't sit in the snow, but we sat by the window looking <laughs> sitting out the Sitting outside snow. in the snow? Yeah, that was really uncomfortable. Okay. No, we sat, we sat by our window in the studio. And uh, looked out at the looked out and saw the snow falling as we as we did the show. It's Were they nice. snow based songs? No. Okay. No, no. It just happened to be that it was snowing. It's just sort of interesting that tonight we were recording mm-hmm. this podcast and it is also snowing. It's kind of fun. So that all that is to say that um, the newest episode of Sneaky Dragon Listening Party is out and available for people who are interested in hearing me and my daughter Mary talk about music and this. It was a fun episode. Mary really enjoyed this side of the mixtape. Uh, so now, she what are, had what a lot you're of saying time. mixtape. What's the concept behind this? Well, the concept behind it, Ian, which we've never mentioned before, so it probably is time that we brought this up, is that we are going through mixtapes that I made for listeners who were kind enough to send me a CDR way back in 2015. When CDRs were a thing. When CDRs. I don't even know if they were a thing in 2015 well, anymore. Probably not. But people had them laying around and they yeah. sent First them First of to all, me. they had to fax you the kinds of songs they liked. Then yes, they had to send right. a CDR. Please. Then you went to their Angel Fire page. Yes. And then... <laughs> yes, it was all about outmoded technology. That's right. I don't think CDRs are outmoded You would only send it to people okay. with a landline. That mm. was something that you were uh, very adhered sure. about. Yes. Sure. So, <laughs> I was just I was waiting to see if anything else was going to uh, nope, nothing else. <laughs> nothing about telex or anything? Nope. We're okay. good. Okay, that's good. So, um, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, Stinky Dragon listening party. So, yeah, we... Uh, Mary and I have made it a, made a point of going through all the mixtapes that I made and uh, just sitting down together. We can usually get through one side. I originally thought we'd get through a whole a whole uh, CD per episode, but we are just too chatty, and so you do go on. We do go on, and so basically La-dee-da. we're able to do about ten songs an episode and uh, and talk about them and, and talk about the the bands and our opinions of of music and. Our opinions of other things and just general. Would you say you have yak. similar tastes, Mary and I? Yes, we do actually. We're very similar in our musical tastes. Okay, she she veers off a little bit into country, which is not music that oh, I'm a big fan okay. of. Okay, where'd she get that from? Uh, her boyfriend. Ah, yes, we tend to be we tend to be is he a cast member on Hee Haw. Yes, he oh, is okay, the fence. Oh, He's the, fe- the plank in the fence. His people in the bum. He fences things for people on Hee Haw. <laughs> That's that what I said. They got to make okay. they got to make money somehow. They're, also, they're all very poor. He also plays an ear of corn. Yeah, some of them don't even have shirts. <laughs> we tend to be influenced by those that we we love. So uh, he really likes country music, mm-hmm. and thus she is exposed to it and has become attached to it in a way that I never will. Do you feel that the folks on Hee Haw should have given Al Cap some money? No. Doesn't it feel like all the background characters on Hee Haw are, are little Abner characters? Yeah, but he stole those from another cartoonist that he worked ah. for before. And the guy who did Joe, uh, Joe Palooka okay. had a had an episode in but now Cap was his assistant at the time, so whether he um Cap brought in those hillbillies into the storyline because he was obviously you know, might have been doing more than just, you know, background and stuff like that. He also was writing it and stuff. For Bud Fisher, I think his name was? Ham Fisher. Ham Fisher, okay, yeah. And apparently they had a real falling out and were never like never uh were friendly with each other again after and I think it was about um Al Cap starting his own comic strip and using the hillbilly like using having his own, you know, dog patch, which not was wasn't from Ham Fisher's comic. Right. But he created this kind of hillbilly world. And Fisher felt that he was the originator of this and that he should... So he had a little bit of a feud with that guy. They had a feud. Who was the other cartoonist he had a feud with? The other cartoonist that... That he famously had a feud with. 
other cartoonists that he yes, famously sir. had a feud with. I'll give you a, bi- a bigger hint if uh, if, you do- if it doesn't immediately come to mind. Man, I'm trying to think. I read a book about El Cap, and um... this one is fairly obvious, and so I'm going to give you the clue right now. Okay. Uh, he did a parody of this person's character, and it became so successful the cartoonist oh, okay. got upset. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yes, there you go. That that would have been uh, Dick Tracy's creator, whose name was uh, Chesterfield Chester- the Ottoman. <laughs> Chester Gould. Yeah. Chester Gould. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he did create Fearless Fosdick, mm-hmm. uh, and then that became so popular that they yeah. started merchandising it a little bit, and, and Chester Gould was, hey, 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 hey. It's one uh, thing to parody this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fun's fun, fellas, but come on. Huh. Whereas I think what they should have done is done a crossover, mm. you know, and now you both make a little uh, cheddar, you know? There you go. A little of that. Sure. Shush, shush, shush. And, and you got, uh, you know, this thing about America is the parody laws are uh, so nice that, uh, you know, you can't, you can't fight that nonsense. No, you really can't. They really are quite. Uh, I mean, to be honest, Bill the Cat and uh, Bloom Cat, he was a parody of Garfield. That was mm. the whole thing. Yeah. Which is like, here's our marketable cat that's the opposite of all things Garfield. And then that became their marketable cat. Ack. Yeah, it became uh, its own thing. Isn't that what he said? That was, his, uh, that was one of his things that he said, yeah. Because he had a hairball. And then a uh, little went a long way with that uh, character, and uh, they uh, over overdid it. And, uh, you know. Comics tend to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a comic strip that originally was, uh, hey, you guys are ripping off Doonesbury. Mm-hmm. And then it went its own way. And yeah. then it was very, very popular. And then uh, everyone just went, yeah, I think we're good. And they went, well, what if I make it just about the penguin? Yeah, it's fine. I'm good. How about just about this little girl? No, we don't want that. How about the penguin shows up as well? Okay, we're still all right. Okay, I got a movie. Okay, what's your movie? Uh, Mars needs moms. Okay, let's make that. Hey, that lost more money than anything ever. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Did it really? Oh, yeah. That lost a that lost a stink load of dough. Huge, huge amount of uh, loss on have, that. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, I don't think anyone saw it. I don't think the people who made it saw it. <laughs> Would you see it? Mars no, needs um, moms. No, I don't. Hey, Dave. Dave, we're going to the theater tonight. We're going to see anything else or Mars needs moms. <laughs> what do you want to see, I, Dave? You know, One of the films, let me just say, that okay. we might be considering seeing instead. Yeah. It's just a film where uh, you walk into the theater and a guy punches you in the gut. <laughs> or we could go see Mars needs moms. <laughs> Dave, which film do you want to see? I'm going to go see Mars needs moms. I'm going to go see Punch in the Gut. <laughs> yeah, I don't, want to, I don't want that one. Okay. That doesn't sound so good. Fair enough. I mean, it's probably shorter. Th- it probably hurts for less time than mums, Mars Need Mums. That's yeah. Well, yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair. Uh, that's a fair point. I I've not seen the movie. I was just curious if you ever. I mean, you know, it's one thing to criticize a film. It sure is, and let's do that. <laughs> Come like, on, guys. I can't. I can't speak to it because I've never ever seen it. No, it's 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 fine. I'm sure. Uh, let's see how much. Uh, let's see how much it uh, it, it made. Okay. Uh, let's see. You, you tell me. And I will. All right. I will act surprised. Okay. Box office failure and the worst financial loss for a Disney branded film ever. Oh. Uh, it earned 1.7 million on its first day for a weekend total. Yeah. Of uh, 6.8 million dollars. Yeah, it doesn't sound doesn't sound the worst thing in the world. And it lost infinite money, and now Disney is gone. Oh wow! <laughs> I had no idea it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, they spent a lot of money on it. It was mm. a lot of CGI. Well, Whoops. you know, they did the uh, they did the same thing with John Carter. There's one thing about Disney. They're not very good at marketing. <laughs> mm, they're not? No, I think they rely a lot on people's nostalgia, and they have a hard time rebranding themselves into something different. Okay. No, that's that's okay. I mean, I just saw the trailer for uh, Frozen Frozen 2. Sure. 
Which and is a fairy tale film, which I think we we that's their brand. Yeah, and, and Frozen Two. Listen, no matter what they said, even if Frozen Two just the trailer was just like, "Hey, your mom's a horrible person, and you don't deserve love," and that was the whole trailer. Yeah, uh, people would still go, mm, "I'm gonna see it." Yeah, you know, it's better than Marcy's mom's. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no matter what, I mean, Frozen Two, everyone's gonna go see it. Sure, that's sure. no, that's no problem. Okay. But watching the trailer for it. Was just like, uh, yeah, it's uh, okay. I don't know what you're trying to sell me, mm. but uh, okay, it's fine. It looks like very actiony, and you know, it's, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know if I'll see it because the girls are at an age now where we take them to see the movies, like those sort of films, right? And so I, there's not much to draw me to those films. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of movies lately, just because I like seeing. I've gotten back into seeing movies, okay. so I'll probably see it to see it. Yeah. Um. Just saw that. Uh, oh, I forget the Alita. Uh, Battle. Did you Angel? see it? Did you see the movie? I did. I did see it. And you didn't enjoy it, I guess, judging by your sign. They. Um. <laughs> here's the thing. They start off like uh, quite good. Where? Well, first of all, they start off with uh, a, an image of you know this world above another world, and it's dropping garbage into this world, mm. and you're sorting through the garbage, and guy finds a thing. And I don't, I'm not going to get too much into the plot of it. Yeah, don't, because I, I'm still going to go see it, even if you oh, didn't enjoy it. No, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine to see it, and it's fine to see it. But it looks so much like a Thor Ragnarok mm. and the Devil's Anus from Thor Ragnarok, okay. where I'm like, okay, I, I get that this probably was exactly like this in the in the manga, yeah. and so you want to keep it like that. But it's just, again, it's the John Carter problem. of John Carter had like a whole bunch of original ideas when the book came out yeah then everyone else t- took yeah to the point where you're like eh, things don't look that new yeah to me yeah. and it was like just the first scene is just like are we are we on that planet from thor uh no okay now but here's here's where it goes right and here's where it goes wrong yeah the main character uh great facial stuff like when she's eating food and then she does enjoy eating food you're like <laughs> yeah buy this this i buy this character i'm in i like this character it's great but then they had so much plot to get through that mm. it would make these ridiculous jumps that you're just like, she's doing what now? Well, mm. why is she doing that? Okay. Well, how, why, how about this? Well, wait, her dad didn't want her to like do this small unsafe thing. But now she's doing this insanely dangerous thing and he's 100% on board. Okay, that'd make a lot of sense. So, so there's those things to the point where you get to the end of the movie and you're like, she's what now? Why is she that? When did this happen? I've been sitting here. Yeah. Did I miss a huge amount? So, What's going on? It just, so you know that James Cameron had a 200-page script for the film, which is true. Well, it's clear. It leads into... And he gave it to Robert Rodriguez yeah. and said, uh, if you can make this into a into a movie, you know, I'll... I'll Fund it for you. Well, so. I'll tell you my first worry was before the movie started, they had one of those things which is really awful where they interview the uh, the, the the director and someone else mm. and they show you clips from the movie. I'm like, don't show me clips from the movie before. Oh, I hate I when they them. do that before the... Yeah, knock it off. Tyler Zipchuck, quit that stuff. Yeah, n- knock that shit off. Uh, but you saw Robert Rodriguez and Robert Rodriguez... That's his name, right? Zipchin or is S-Man Cameron? Are you talking Tanner, the guy from oh, Tanner? Uh, maybe his name's yeah, Tan- something Tanner. Tanner yeah. Okay, sorry, that was Tyler. Uh, but uh, Tyler Tanner. With, yeah, sorry. they got his Robert brother. Rodriguez there, and you see, and, and he's super cut now. Like he's big, like he's Johnny Muscles, huh. like he's yeah. carrot top yeah. kind of big. <laughs> and I saw that, and I just went, "Oh, he didn't work on the script enough." Okay, because he's busy doing push-ups. <laughs> like the, you can't, you can't do all of that. Like I want to see, 
I want to see like a Peter Jackson, and I want Peter Jackson either like really skinny, as in like something looks like he's sickly, or I want to see him really big. Yeah. And he didn't give a shit because he's been working on. Yeah. He's been eating chips and writing script. Yeah. And uh, working on that, working on the film. I don't want to see a guy who's like really cut and it's like, <laughs> oh no, you've been doing CrossFit. Like you can't do that and do that at the same time. You're tired. Don't don't do this. <laughs> uh, so that's worrisome. But my big my big problem was. They, they, they have these scenes that are clearly the, be the mature scenes. Like these are the mature scenes, but okay. everything else is so silly. <laughs> everything else is so like, Hey, we're playing this new game. This, and it's, you know, future, future ball, whatever the fuck it is. But yeah. you know, and it's exactly how you would always play future ball. You do this with this and it's this with this and it's violent and this. And it's like, okay, we're playing future ball. We're fine. But then you can't then have a scene where something happens. And again, I don't want to say what happens, but it's like, Oh, I really like this thing or person or whatever it is. And it's like, gruesome thing. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? Why do I want to see that? I don't want to see that happen to that. And I don't want to see a bad, like really gruesome gruesomeness. Like, okay. Like, are you trying to show me that, oh, this, this is the, this is the contrast to the wonderful, but it's not. It just feels like they don't realize their, their tone. Their mm. tone is just off. Yeah. And at one point, um, in the middle of this movie, where well, it's, the problem is, all the tone is in is in Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty cut. I gotta say, <laughs> you know, like, dude, just just do it with your shirt off. Like, do the interview with your shirt off. You know, you want to, because um, you're clearly waxed under there. I mean, there's no way you're gonna like do this much work and not like take off, you know, the rug. Um, but there's there's a scene in the middle where it's like a big uh, climactic scene after yep. something happens that you go, oh. that, that that made like the our audience just like go no. Oh. And a lot of us just put our thumbs down, like just like held up our our hands with the thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually a mistake that a, a, another movie I saw recently made too, and it's just like, don't do this. No one wants to see this. Don't do this. It's a stupid thing to do. No one likes it. Now we're out of your movie, and we don't like your movie anyway. But in the middle of this movie, uh, that's been generally just like you know violent, but you know generally friendly and a little bit of a love story and do 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 it's this yeah. kind of thing yeah. and in the middle of it there's this really gruesome violent scene that happens with the main character and then she just lets out an F-bomb and basically she's just like in the middle of this thing. it would be like watching Frozen and in the middle of it Elsa just goes hey go hey fuck you <laughs> And you're just like, what? Elsa? What are you doing? What's with the what's with the fuck you, Elsa? And and yeah, yeah there's just a big it just lets off an F bomb. And the weird thing is like the rest of the movie, they don't have any swearing. And if they do have swearing, it's futuristic swearing that's like a word that's not Chazbot. That, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh frack you or go flit yourself or something like that. And then one goes, Hey, hey, fuck off. And you're like, Well, what's this? Knock that shit off. It was just weird. And and they, they do huh. a bunch of that where it's just like something something is just tonal. Mm. You think that's mature, but it ain't. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, something like Into the Spider-Verse to me is much more mature with like not a swear in it. Uh, but this one, you know, obviously they're copying from a manga and they're trying to like do what the manga did, but like fix it then. You're allowed to fix yeah. the things that are broken. You're allowed to look at look at Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. That's not the Spider-Man comics. They saw the Spider-Man comics and went, what's broken in there? Well let's fix that. We're gonna fix that. We're gonna fix that. We're gonna make a movie out of it. And this one I think they were just trying to do the 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 thing. But it it's got some CGI things fighting other CGI things, which bores me. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, some action is good. You should, you should see it. Go see it. Yeah. Uh, my landlord who reviews movies, uh, liked it. Hmm. So, uh, you know, go see, go see, go see the damn movie if you want. It's fine. 
Did and you- then it's like it's it leads into other movies, and you're like, really? Really? You're going to set up other movies? Seems a bit cocky. Yeah, it does seem a little odd, doesn't it? Like, at least this end your movie, man. Yeah, have you got have an, an ending. ending for it? No. Yeah, you really haven't earned the ending that you just gave mm, me. Mm. And now you're like, and the future will be, oh, fuck, whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> <coughs> and so Ian's on. review, it was no Spy Kids. I would say I like Spy Kids more. Yeah, Spy Kids is a good movie. Yeah. Spy Kids 3 starts really weird. <laughs> this meant the first one. Yeah, Spike Kids three starts with like the son going, you know, that they've all broken up, like they're just not getting along anymore. So now he's like living on his own. That's right. But he's still a kid. <laughs> yeah. So it makes yeah. not it makes not a lot of sense. They really weren't getting along. Yeah. It's weird when a family when a kid uh, has to what do they call themselves when they um, emancipate themselves emancipate themselves from their family. Yeah, yeah, but the whole point of the other two films was we're family and nothing can stop that yep. third one. We broke up. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, no, it's over. Maybe that just showed where Rodriguez was in his own in own life. That is a that is a possibility. Yeah, but uh, no, go see, yeah, no, go see it if you want to see it. Um, we 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 got to. Do, do you want to get into mailbag people sure. responding to our yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go mailbag. Mail bag. That's not the greatest <laughs> uh, thing we got for that. All right. So last week on the show. We asked a question, uh, which is you should, asked a question. Should we keep going with this podcast? <laughs> People, we got a, no one responded. To a that. resounding no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, but what we asked was, uh, aside from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, are there any television series that are better than the movies that inspired them? Yes, that was the and one person did answer yes, and that was just like that a was, straight yes. Yes, they just said yes, there are. Yes, yeah. there are, and very helpful. Which was not, uh, not you know, which a response from Danny Joseph. So yeah, super helpful, Danny. Yeah, thanks, Danny. But anyway, good for Dan. Thanks for writing in. We do appreciate that much. Did you like mine? What was yours? I said that uh, Twilight Zone, the TV series Twilight Zone, is way better than the movie from the nineteen eighties. Ha. That is that is okay. You know. Thanks. Now here's the thing. Yeah. Obviously. Dave's having a bit of fun, um, which we don't like on this show. Uh, but that that's a situation where the movie came out after the TV show. But here's a, here's a question. One person uh, wrote in uh, Battlestar Galactica. Now, I well, am. That made me just go, that is correct. It, it's correct. But did the Battlestar Galactica movie come out before yes. the TV series? But wasn't the T, wasn't it really just a pilot? It for was the, t- the pilot episode of the tv and series. but it counts as a movie because it came Count, out it, came, it was in theaters it, it, okay and then that was a tv series that then got remade yeah as another tv series that was much much better yes that is uh, that yeah. is correct okay there you go. so we will go we will go yes to battlestar galactica yeah indeed okay i uh, thought that was i thought to me that was the best answer it's a very strong answer yes for sure uh, other answers we got were from Louise Moon, where she uh, said she wasn't quite sure if Limitless was better than the movie, but she enjoyed the TV series uh, more. Yeah. Which, yeah, the... That's the, kind of a wishy-washy answer. It's not wrong, though. Like, because the, the the movie is so... Watch it on a plane. It's so okay, <laughs> yeah. right? So... I've not, I've not seen it. Now, I've, here's the question, too. I've seen like, people watching it, but I've not, not seen it. Yeah. Do you take the TV series then as a bunch of stuff, and, or do you take it per episode? Uh, because if you take a bunch of limited uh, as like the series, yeah, yeah, that is better than the movie because you get a lot more and uh, it goes interesting places. It's not uh, always good to get more of something. Yeah, it's good to get more. So there we go. It's not. Uh, I said it's not always good to get more. Oh of no, something. you said it was always good to get more stuff. So there we go. More <laughs> is always better. Quantity over All quality. Right. Yes, that's the Dave way. Uh, Robert. <laughs> that's true. Robert L suggested Paper Chase. Yeah, I didn't know that was. I 
once it moved to Showtime, which I didn't know it moved. I didn't know I have... it moved. To sh- I do remember the TV show. That mm-hmm. seems like it's a long time ago. That is a very long time ago. A long, long time ago. There we are. Uh, also talking about brought up Mash, which we brought up. Um, Mash is a weird one too because everything that's Mash, it's so not what it was in the previous version. Yeah, the movie is not like the books at all, which mm. are. <coughs> Pardon me, like uh, sex bars. Yeah. Why don't you continue as I drink? Oh, sure. All right, because I'm joking. The right books, now. the book is really, yeah, it's more of a sex farce written by a, a real straight arrow. I shouldn't say straight arrow, but from, by a, a real kind of frat boy, 50s yeah. frat boy kind of a guy. And that his the, the, the original MASH books kind of re- reflect sort of like frat life. Or like like a bunch of frat guys released onto society at yeah. some point as doctors, but also idiots. Whereas would, you, the movie, would you compare it to like uh, the Doctor in the House books? No, those were kind of fratty boys, but British frat boys that were misbehaving while being doctors as well, but not in a war. Yeah, though even the Mash books, they weren't in the war yeah, for most yeah. of the latter books. Hmm. Yeah, I think the Doctor in the House books kind of mine a similar a similar thing as as well. Yeah, kind of privileged ki- privileged guys mm-hmm. on the make. Basically, that's a Doctor in the House. You know, they're like, although Dr. Lewis got better as it went on, I think, because that kind of part of the plot kind of disappeared and it became more about other things. I mean, still, you know, there's still kind of dating elements to yeah. it. But there's I, know, other... I know it more from the TV series than yeah. I do from the books. Yeah. But I have read one or two of the books. I've not read the books. I've only, you know. Because I thought I... the books were dirty, so I read them when I was a teenager. <laughs> well, I watched quite a few of the shows because a lot of them are written by Graham Chapman from Monty Python. Who was also a with, doctor. With Douglas Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one of his co-writers. From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Dirk Gently, yeah. And there was, an, there was an episode written by John Cleese, which features a character very much, very much like a Basil Fawlty character, where they go to a, a seaside resort and stay in a hotel with a, ma- with a manager who's quite clearly insane, mm. which was based on a real person they met while they were filming for Monty Python. And then he took that character and put him into a, into a Doctor in the House script. And then he took that character and put him into a very good uh, 12, 12, 12 show series. And they'll never let you forget that it was a limited series. And it's perfect because it was so few uh, episodes. They'll always uh, let you know that. I guess they do that with The Office as well? Sure. They will also let you know that. Yeah. And then you go like, yeah, because you couldn't make more than that. And then you look at the American office and go, oh, that was really good. They went for a long time. And there's a lot of them. So you could do it that way too. So shut up. <laughs> um, and one, one more. Oh, no. Two, we got two, two more here. Uh, Ed Draginski. Dra- I'm getting that completely wrong. All I know is that was Sneaky Drag's name before Ellis Allen made his family yeah. change it. Um, <laughs> That's right. Suggested uh, Westworld. Yeah, that's now a good that's, one. That's interesting. That's another good one. That's yeah. also that should get also get a nice for me. Nice. Yeah, I'll I'll give it. I'll give you. Uh, and uh, Vicky Van, a uh, friend of the show, relative of half of the hosts, um, <laughs> suggested Hannibal, which is a uh, beautifully beautifully shot. Especially, you know, she suggested as well the first two seasons. Uh, the third season just goes. <laughs> but uh, I'd I'd say. I don't know if it's better than Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs tonally was, was really, really good. But it's definitely better than Hannibal, the, the, the movie that's called Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there's, not, there's a lot of things that are better than that movie. There's many, many things. And then there was, was there a third? Well, they had a Red Dragon. Which they went was, back and re, remade, remade what was once Manhunter. Right. I'd say that, to, uh, so. mm, yeah. Okay. Ma- they Manhunt- both have their problems. They did. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautifully done. Um, and, uh, good Scott Thompson 
uh, small part in there. I didn't really enjoy uh, Hannibal. It was you didn't? A, no, okay. It was a little, I thought it was a bit boring. Uh, and I, How about I that kind fight of, in the kitchen? That uh, fight in the kitchen was pretty good, right? I don't remember that. Comes in and uh, throws the knives and everyone's fighting. And it's like, that's how like a season starts. Oh, is that right? Like, you know, basically, you know, the, the, the gig is up. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Hannibal just goes right to town fighting the guy, and it's like, whoa, what's what's this all about? Lawrence Fish, or not yeah, the, oh, okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, like, I did whoa. see that one then. Yeah, I did see that one. Um, yeah, I just I joked on the on our comments board that I, I said that shows about chill killers with a lot of spare time and a, their own Pinterest page. <laughs> yes, because it's a a lot of elaborate yeah. stuff. In I also thing. do like I like not just going to kill you. I'm going to hang you on a million antlers. Sure, and uh, good cooking scenes. Hmm. Uh, people, uh, chefs really have like said cooking. that the best uh, cooking on television was uh, done on that show. Just uh, really beautifully done. I guess that's not really what I watch television for. For cooking scenes? Yeah, I don't care about that. Well, you you know you like sports, so to each his own, right? <laughs> I guess so. Right? I guess so. Uh, I do like a I do I think, like a cooking. And that scene. may have added to my feeling of <sighs> show sure goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really like what shows happened. Shows you how to cook a leg. I didn't like what happened to Will. I just thought, and his character never got a chance to like. Be a character. It he was always get, like in, always in the. He's one of those characters people like to beat up on in the, mm. in the TV show. It's kind of like um, Dave, David Morse, Morse's character in Saint Elsewhere. Yeah, he really. Where got, he really liked that character. Then all, all you got to watch was like five seasons and kicking the shit got, out of he him. He got the bad end of the stick for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, the problem was the third season did. Uh, you like have, this character? Well, fuck you. Yeah, I did have to wrap up all too fast, and mm. it was like, uh, are we going to end it? What are we going to end it? Oh, what? Yeah. And it was like, that was a, that was quite the ending. I, I, I had stepped off the trolley by that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those were our suggestions. So we're going to, we're going to lock down. Uh, we're all going to agree. Battlestar Galactica probably is the winner in, in, in that then. Battlestar Galactica. I haven't seen Westworld, so I can't, I can't judge it. Like I've seen, um, I saw a whole season of the, of the new Battlestar Galactica. Okay. But all the rest, uh, you know, there you go. Thank you for responding. And, uh, you know, that's, that's interesting. You know, Dave, let me, let me just quickly go through. Television programs that did become okay. If if you're in if you're in yeah, this. I'm totally into this now. Shit, now I got to ask you this much. Did you just say shit? Oh yeah, you shouldn't swear on this. No. Well, what am I, uh, Lita B- Battle Angel? <laughs> just in the what middle the fuck? of it. Uh, so I'm going to. I think I'm going to skip the animated ones because that's just going to take up too much time. All right. Well, we we can maybe circle around to some of them if you if you want to. Sure. Uh, because uh, that's like a bit of a different beast. It you is. know, when you're going like Ace Ventura Pet Detective, animated Ace Ventura Pet that's Detective, weird. do we need to talk about that? Is that a necessary, you know, do we need to compare those two? Uh, but yeah, we could if you want. Uh, but here we go. Uh, Alien Nation. Okay. Alien Nation, uh, not the greatest movie in the world, uh, but uh, the TV show was, and it was okay. It was all right. Uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Talked about that a little bit mm. on, my, on last week's show. I think the first episode was surprisingly good, uh, directed yeah. by Sam Raimi. Yeah, that was very good. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say surprisingly because it was directed by Sam Raimi, but but yes, that one really well, surprising because you see, you know it really hewed to the tone of of, right. of the series. I, I mean, or of the for many series. many years, you know, whenever someone brought it up to Bruce Campbell, and went like, "Would you ever be Ash again?" You know, he'd go like, "Come on, you know, you're just too old. There's no yeah. no one wants to see this." Yeah. And. They made it so you wanted to see that, mm-hmm. which is you know, and balanced out the tone uh, between Evil Dead Two and Evil Dead Three, I think, fairly well too, because those characters are a little They're bit a little different. different. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, He's not the the character from Evil Dead Two is not the full of himself character we get in Evil in, in Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, they did change the character a little bit for for comedy's sake. Right, and as I said, I watched the last episode to see where it ended up, and it ended up somewhere good. My problem with the uh, the show was it, yeah, it just kind of 
it kind of st- felt like it was kind of stretching out the string without having much more to do. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. just kind of got more th- kind of thinner and thinner on the ground as the storylines just kind of stretched. But there was some, and then, you know, when they couldn't think of something to do, they just got really gory. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, watch the last couple episodes. It's interesting. Okay. Um, the, the next one is one that, uh, shot by your place. Was there a season three? Is that what I'm missing then? That's correct. Oh, okay. Yep. I will watch this. Uh, should be on Netflix at some point. Was in shot the by my place. Are you talking about, uh, oh, Bates Motel? Again. Yes, sir. I am. Okay. Uh, so Bates Motel, you know, stylish show. Mm-hmm. I have, didn't watch a lot of those. No. Nope. Uh, but you know, Psycho is a classic. Hard to beat Psycho. But, uh, did you ever watch Bates Motel? Uh, just a little bit of it because that was the girls watched it. So. Yeah, my uh, again, my sister in law Vicky. Uh, every time we watch um, Sabrina, she mentions that's the that's the Bates uh, that's the interior for the in the for the Bates Motel mm. uh, <laughs> things. Okay, uh, we've got another animated one there. Well, this is a sequel to Benji, which I did not see, called Benji Zacks and the Alien Prince. Nope, did not see that. <laughs> I did see the movie Benji. I, I also did. read the novelization. It was I so think. weird when the, do- the dog got kicked. Oh my gosh, it was disturbing. Like near the end of the movie, the dog gets kicked, and you're like really and worried Benji? for Benji. Yeah, I don't remember really that. Oh, uh, it was uh, blanked disturbing it out of my a, mind as a young man. Oh, I was not, you know, not sure about that. Benji looked a lot like my dog, so I, I was really okay. Uh, was that Scamp? Your dog, yes. Scamp. Yeah, Scamp. good dog. Good dog, Scamp. <laughs> um, uh, Westworld. We got here. This is Beyond Westworld. Okay, we talked about that. Um, Blade the series. Uh, okay. Blade the series, let's just say, better than Blade 3, okay. not better than Blade 2. <laughs> no, Blade 2 is, kind of stands on its own. It's really, really great. Yeah. Blade 1, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, but uh, Blade, I'll give you a better than uh, the third one. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> Casablanca. Ah, with David Soul, yes. Well, right. sir, you are not wrong, but you are not completely right. Oh, really? Uh, because, it, yes, there was a David Soul version in 1983, but previously, oh. there was a version that was yeah. uh, made in 1955. Wow. Which I've never heard of. Or seen? Nope. Not at all. Like, here, like here, a version. Here's what I've been... Here, here's one that yep. I've heard some really good stuff about that I would like to see. Okay. Uh, Cobra Kai, which is the sequel to The Karate Kid. Uh, it's, okay. It's on, I believe, YouTube. And it, it, uh, it focuses on the kid that was beaten yeah. at the end of, uh, of the Karate Kid movie. Oh, okay, okay. And what's his life like? Okay. And so you get to see uh, what, what happens sure, with him. Sure, sure. He's going to a place called Cobrick High. <laughs> that would actually not be bad. It's not, it's not too, too different, now that I'm thinking about it, from Creed 2, because you really do get to see what happened to uh, you know, um, Dolph Lundgren's character uh, after, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, after uh, Rocky... Okay, uh, Crow, the sequel, uh, Scary to Heaven. That was a sequel to the Crow movies. Uh, um, is that right? We shot I'm here. Sorry, I never saw it. Uh, a friend of mine was a regular on it. Okay. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, the uh, Damien, the series. Ah, sequel to the Om- the sequel Omen. To the Omen. Okay, it's, it was once again what it was. <laughs> Boy, I'm not. I'm not very. I, no, no. I need. always thought I watched a lot of television, but I apparently I did watch no, less that's than okay. I thought I did. Did you ever see this? Because this was how I saw it first. Did you ever see Delta House, which was the yes, the, yeah, the, the, the first episode of that was Animal really House. the first episode of that was really 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 good. Yeah, I, I remember as a kid like seeing it and liking it as well. But I thought it kind of fell apart after that. It felt like the the they put the best episode first, which is smart, and then the rest of them weren't quite as great. Okay, there's a TV show called Dominion that is oh, a, Seth's, uh No, it's Seth. not based on this on the Seth uh, <laughs> Seth uh, book. Very nice. Uh, no, it's a it's a sequel to the uh, T not TV show. 
the TV show Legion, Aces. The movie <laughs> Legion, eh. Uh, okay. And uh, that's uh, it. Takes place twenty five years after after that. I have not seen it. I cannot judge it. Okay, <laughs> we can judge it. All right. Apparently, there was an Exorcist TV show. Did you know that? Isn't it on? Um, isn't it on Netflix? Is it? All right. So. Fair enough. I have not seen that either. No, I have not seen that. Either. All right. I mean, here's the here's the problem. Why like, don't you tell me the problem? Well, spill me the problem. I feel like chicken tonight. Do I? I don't know. Remember, I f- that, remember that commercial though? That's a I I don't remember that commercial. I feel like uh that the the kind of batting average of movies being being adapted into television is pretty low, but from from like you yeah. know, most of them aren't that great. Really not that great. And so it's I, almost like video game level. Like yeah. you know, any anytime they come up with a movie based on a video game, you're like, has any one of these ever worked? Why do you think <laughs> this is the one? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you ever think this is the one? Well, it's yeah, a popular yeah. property as a video game, but they never, never work. Yeah. Why would you think this is I guess the Resident Evil ones are the the only ones that have like a, a following of some sort or interest. Yeah, people. they say I, I don't know if they work, but they're yeah, they are they are <laughs> semi popular. Yeah, sure, I'll give yeah. you that. You know, I watched three quarters of one one time. Um, no, I so like even if I was interested in like the original movie, if it came on television, I don't I don't think I would have bothered to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I always think that I watched a lot of television when I was a kid. But whenever we start talking about TV, I I always feel like man, I watched very little television. <laughs> I, I had things to do, I guess. Um, I had houses to play in. Flipper, Flipper was originally was movie, it a movie, yeah. Then it was a TV show. I, I, I doubt was the, the movie called Flipper. This is, this is what they see. Was there to... two different dolphin movies from that time? These these are excellent questions. Okay, these are excellent questions. Uh, let me take a look at Flipper and see when the first. Uh, yeah, it was a, an American feature film released in August fourteenth, uh, nineteen sixty three. Okay, and then spun off yeah into a TV series. Oh, huh. uh, Fargo. I haven't really oh, got yeah. through the third series, but uh, the first one I thought was quite good. Uh, mm-hmm. Second one, I had a friend in, so I've got to say it was okay, but not as good. Uh, and uh, and you know that my friend got killed in it, so that was neat <laughs> to see. Ted Danson uh, does a nice job. Oh, was Ted Danson in that one? Yeah, I have not. I saw uh, once again. I think I saw about two thirds of the first season. Okay, and I don't know what happened. I, I stopped watching it. I did like that it uh, actually was connected to the movie. Um, yeah, it had some. I thought that um, Martin Freeman was good on it, and B- Billy Bob Thornton did a really now, I've said that I wasn't going to mention animated things, but I'm very surprised to find this out. Do you know Friday uh, had an animated series after the trilogy of, of Friday films? Oh. I feel we didn't talk about the trilogy of Friday films. Someone uh, called us on that. So I'm mentioning that there was an animated series. There. Happy now? There. Done. <laughs> uh, from Dust Till Dawn, the series. Huh. Uh, I'm going to give that a big hard pass. I watched the first one. Maybe it got great after that, but it was just too mean. Mm. And uh, it's totally, that's a tough thing to do, as the sequels to From Dust Till Dawn will okay. tell you. I, yeah, they I, killed Bruce Campbell in the second one. I watched the movie sequels. Mm-hmm. Does that, is that good enough? Yeah, it's does fine. That, does that give you Once points? again, they killed Bruce Campbell in the second one. I, uh, killed, him, killed him pretty good. That was all right. Sure. Uh, a Heartbreak High, which is the sequel to The Heartbreak Kid. What? I know. That's weird. That's very weird. How when did Heartbreak s- High come out? Let's take. Uh, it ran seven. Well, it ran for six years. Uh, <laughs> seven seasons. How? Nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety nine. How do you? That's not. That's not six years. 
How do you? It was a spinoff of the 1993 Australian feature film The Heartbreak Kid. Oh, I was thinking. I was thought oh, it was the Charles Grodin movie. Yeah, with me too. The Elaine May film. Uh, okay, there's say, like, what is this? Making sense? Yeah. Where do you go to high school to learn how to jolt someone? Yeah. What are we doing? What's going on? That was uh, confusing. Uh, Highlander. Okay, I've never seen the movie or the TV series or anything. Okay, but I do remember them being on TV. Right. It's okay. A long the time TV ago. show was better than everything but the first movie. Okay. Because uh, the because the uh, the other movies were just awful. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Didn't see it. I did see the original, but I haven't seen the TV series. So what am I? Did the TV series also feature Rick Moranis? I doubt it. I don't think we could have got Rick Moranis. No, that's true. No. Let's say let's say no to that. Okay. The Librarians, which is a sequel to The Librarian. The Librarians? That show about people, like the the mystical show thingy? I think so. Yes. Okay. That's right. I I watched the pilot episode of that one time. And did you have a nice time? Eh. Yeah, we are. Uh, limitless, <laughs> okay. limitless a, we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know there was a, a one called the librarian, although that makes sense. It's like a, there is sort of a feeling that it of a, of a uh, passing of the torch in that pilot episode, which I didn't realize what was going on. Did you know that Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels had a TV series? Really? I did not. What was uh, it called? It was called Lock, Stock, oh. Two Smoking Barrels, the TV series. Uh, Minority Report. I think I saw... I think I saw the pilot of that and then i forgot the pilot of that so there you go mortal huh. mortal combat man they try to bring that back a bunch of times uh, really I, just a fight a, a, yeah a and weekly added fight some show? mysticism and, and <laughs> i don't know i don't know i really enjoyed the first one when it came out in theaters but oh, I was that was, a fan of the video yeah, that was fun that was fun and then uh, a lot of things happened and there you go uh <laughs> mr belvedere tv series you know of course that's based the on movies yeah a long time ago with uh sitting pretty was the very first apparently who played mr belvedere in the clifton webb uh, was it something like that anyway. something all i know is that uh you know the story about what he did and mr uh, belvedere saves the something rather yeah and then and mr. then Bel- mr belvedere rings the bell there you go and then uh, sadly the actor did something once uh, on set and then uh, it was called belvedering and uh that's what he's known for now poor guy what the actor in the tv show yes oh Yes. Are you familiar with this? No. Sat on his testicles. Um, <laughs> it made a it made a fuss about it. Oh, you don't not make a fuss about that. No, no. You can you can be subtle. No, that was the end of the day. That was that was oh, that wasn't like a oh oh that stung a bit. Oh, okay. That was like he did a full Belvedere. I see. And uh, <laughs> never heard of that before. Right. And there's a character okay. based on Mr. Belvedere on what animated series? That's right, Clone High. That is the uh, the robot. <laughs> okay. Uh, so <clears throat> Planet of the Apes, eh, you know, we've talked about that a little bit. Uh, no, that's not true. They were saying the Power Rangers, but Power Rangers was a TV show first. Uh, settle down. Police <laughs> Academy also had a friend on that series. Okay. Uh, Joe Flaherty was on the uh, TV series. All right. Uh, the TV series, uh, which was better. Sure. Uh, it wasn't. But we then sure the later movies, yeah. are they better? No, none, none of them are that good. No. Uh, and, you know, there you go. It will always, I'll always remember being in Paris, the first time I went to Paris, and they had, they had the uh, police car from Police Academy parked in, in the street in Paris with uh, gorgeous girls with big bazoombas hanging out of the car, waving to people. Yep. They're promoting Police Academy something or other. Something goes to Europe, yeah. Something and they're waving to the people on the, on the streets and they were, the French people were waving back. And Eventually all franchises go to Europe. Well, I don't blame them. It's beautiful there. It's like all dogs go to heaven, all franchises go to Europe. <laughs> uh, RoboCop. It was a TV series. It was shot in Canada. It did some things. 
it's not as good as the first one. It's better than all the sequels. Let's go with that. I guess. I have not seen it. I just seem to... Oh, it it just seems pretty, so weird to me. It's like, also weird idea. that it was like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Like Once again, it's one of these many R-rated... Like Police Academy, mm. uh, R-rated series later becomes like a G-rated cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Like Starship Troopers, which again was one of those. Uh, Serpico apparently was a TV series. Didn't know that. Did you know Shaft was a TV series? Well, it sure was. <laughs> Did you know Smokey and the Bandit became a TV series? Well, you mentioned this, I think. Smokey and the Bandit TV series? Yeah. I, I was not aware of that. So. Oh, I thought you talked about it last time. Or maybe you are talking about the trilogy. I was talking, talking about the trilogy. I wasn't talking about... I'm sorry. The different... Oh, it looks like made-for-TV movies, kind of. Okay, then that doesn't count. Stargate. That went on forever. Okay, that went on I would for say, hey, you know what? Yep. There, I'm going to give that. That's an example. The TV show, legitimately better than the than the really bad movie. Yeah, the movie's not great. It is not great at all. It's a big snooze ruse <laughs> Yeah, Stargate, you're it also some, on the... It has some uh, okay. I think one. Kurt Russell's in it. Kurt Russell is in it. You're you're not wrong. And he's he's always good. Uh, the, 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 the chap from um, uh, Crying Game. Jay Davidson, I think, I believe. Yeah. Uh... What? Oh, that's uh, that's an animated one. What? Okay, good, good. Sorry. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles uh, got better. Yeah. Uh, there's some actually, there's some okay stuff in there. I thought that was, show was pretty good. I didn't watch all of it, but I thought it was pretty good and better than a lot of the later Terminator movies for sure. <laughs> uh, Taken. Did you ever see the Taken uh, show? Then you're not going to get me. All right, fair enough. It was it is okay. It's still on, I think. Hmm. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer, uh, first day of camp. I would say is as good as the movie. Okay. Um, what about the next ones? The the one that was a prequel to it, mm. or was it a sequel or a prequel? It was a prequel. I like that one as well. Uh, <laughs> You're easy to please. I am an easy pleaser. Is is what I <laughs> easier. And finally, yep. Uh, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah, I don't think that's better than the movies. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's in no. It's in no way better glad, than. Glad the we're movies. on the same page. And it's very weird when you see the one with Harrison Ford actually in it. Oh, I didn't know there was... There is one with Harrison huh. Ford uh, introducing an adventure that involves a saxophone, and it's just <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's it, And it's also one where they took two episodes and jammed them together and pretended it was a movie. I was like, these don't flow together at all. Mm. But they uh, top and tail it with, uh, with uh, Indiana Jones having an adventure. And you're like, nope, even though it's Harrison Ford. Like, nope. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and that's everything that's ever been done ever. The end. Well, there we go. Except for all the animated ones. We don't need to go into that. We movie. really don't. <laughs> I think you're right. Ace Ventura, the animated series. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Ace Ventura film is, is really good. But but I think if I saw it now, yeah. I'd be like, ooh. We don't need to talk about Tales of, from the Crypt Keeper. Mm, but that wasn't a... Isn't it based on the comic book? It's not based on a movie. Well, it was based on the comic book. Then it was. Oh, you're right. That was based. On, then it was the television series. Then it was an animated series. That's right. For some reason, I always think Creep Show yeah, is connected in some way not, with that. They aren't. They are a tribute to EC Comics, but they are not EC Comics. Yeah. Did uh, did uh, did any of the EC folks get uh, upset about that? That uh, Creep Show was kind of uh, you know that, but without being that. I don't. Well, maybe I don't think so. I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. Also, the company's out of business. No one cares what. No one cares what Jack Davis or, or uh, Johnny. Uh, oh, it's bugging, it's bugging me. Johnny Craig. Okay. I'm gonna say or who else? Nah. Graham. Who's the best horror guy? Who's the best horror artist? EC. Well, let's go artist or writer. Who did the best uh, horror comics for EC? The scariest. Uh, most satisfying. It's not my bag, so I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. 
I mean, I have a favorite artist, and that's Johnny Craig, but that's just his style. And I don't know if he did the best of, of them. Graham Ingalls, his name is, had a really... Was that his name Gastly? Yeah, Gastly Graham Ingalls, yeah. yeah. He he had a really, um, like a kind of style that I would say that, like Steve Bissett and John Tottle, Ben, or however you say the name, kind of borrowed for Swamp Thing. Sure. They had adapted it to that with a lot of line work and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a little that more detail. Had that feeling of everything being kind of gross and kind of moldy feeling. So he he was quite good. Jack Davis actually was very, really efficient at drawing like a lot of gory garb like stuff. He did, he's the one that did that baseball one where they the they used like the players in some sort of revenge thing. I can't quite remember the whole story now, but like the the baseball team's bodies or their that their corpses are used as like the like the bases and the, and <laughs> they're used as bat. It was just like a real messy, gross story. It was it was uh, brought up by Frederick Wortham in uh, Seduction of the Innocent as being like something so horrible. You know? Okay. And it's just horrible because it's drawn with such pleasure <laughs> by Jack Davis as if he's such a riot drawing all this this stuff, right? Yeah, it's hard to say. Like everyone had their everyone had their things they were good at, you know. Did Jack Davis do stuff for Mad Magazine? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. mad stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Don't know why I was blanking on that. I was trying to think of anything mm. that he did. What was anything famous for for Mad? Like that you would go like immediately like I always go to Wally Wood stuff, you know, and uh you know, and obviously mm. like Sergio Argonis and, yeah, and yeah. Al Jaffe and what have you. But yeah, I'm trying to think of like I think a, he's more of an all-rounder. Or kind a Mar- Mort Drucker, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and I think he did that kind of thing. He was kind of like the, the Mort Drucker stand-in. He did a lot of caricature stuff Yeah, as would well. he do the movie parodies? He would do mar- movie parodies for okay. sure, yeah. yeah. All right. He had, but Jack Davis had such a successful career outside of Mad and, and that he didn't run entirely. Yeah, to me, to me, uh, when Jack Davis was, you know, when I was uh, young, and it wasn't so much like Mad Magazine, it was like TV Guide covers. Yes, you yeah. know, and he would do like the really great caricature covers, and, mm-hmm. uh, or or it would be ads in comics, like he do Slim Jim ads. Yeah, you know, with like a werewolf snapping into a Slim Jim, or a, or a vampire, or whatever. And it was just really beautiful art, and I, I really loved his art as a kid. But I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of like something that that was like a sequential thing that he did. Yeah, yeah. Um. Kurtzman thought that he drew too fast. He was—he always felt like Jack Davis didn't spend enough time drawing. He just whipped it out so quickly that he felt like it suffered a little bit compared to other artists at, at DC. What's your, what are your feelings? Um, I think Car- Harvey Kurtzman had a, had an ideal that was hard for a lot of artists to meet. Sure, like one of his favorite was was uh, Jack Severin, who I find a John li- Severin or John Severin. I'm sorry, John Severin, who I find a little boring okay. in his art. And I, but I think Kurtzman liked him because he was so accurate in his like uniforms and things, and that's what he was very accurate. That's what Kurtzman was. really wanted, and so like Jack Davis would just like kind of, th- you know, draw a Confederate like soldier, sure, uh, uniform. Whereas he do a, you get the idea, yeah. And whereas Severns was like, you know, had all the the label, the, the lapels, and everything was all accurately done, and that's that really appealed to Kurtzman because he was doing all this research on the story, and so to him, an artist who is, you know. Giving giving as much in terms of detail in his art was 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 great to him. But whereas, you know, what's so what's so great about Jack Davis is just the liveliness, the the dynamic yeah. element of his art. Yeah, and that's the fun part of it. He does great hands as well. And what's weird is that when amazing gestures. Yeah, when Kurtzman draws, he draws in this really loose, cartoony style yeah. that almost has no so. basis at all. In so, reality, you know what? Maybe that's the thing. Maybe the thing that you dislike as an editor is the thing you see as the as your big flaw in yourself. Yeah, maybe that's it. I, maybe that's the case. Yeah, because because Davis was incredibly. Um, well, all of them were, I guess. I don't know if 
Jack Davis did science fiction stories, though, but I've never read the science fiction. I've now interested stuff. myself in this topic, and it's something I want to look up later. Okay, yeah. Because I have, like, at home, I have quite a few of the the books that were put, like, the slip-cased volumes of, of like, the horror books. And, and, and I have, like, the Two-Fisted Tales and Frontline Combat. And I have... And psychology. I do have psychology. I found a whole bunch of the of the new trends books because they were very cheap. Like mm. people were trying to get rid of them at one point. And there's like piracy and extra, which is like a newspaper reporter, right? And yes, psychology drawn by Jack Kamen, mm-hmm. who drew these incredibly like almost. Oh, his, <laughs> he had like a really romantic style, like almost like you're reading like romance comics, but then they're in these heavy like these heavy psych psych you know psycho. Uh, psycho, how you want to say it? Analytical, psychoanalytical, but like, but but they're weird because they're like eight pages long, and like the the person comes in with this terrible problem, and the psychologist solves it in a, in or the psychiatrist solves it in eight pages. You know, ah, you are such and such. Thank you, doctor. I'm all I'm all right now. This is like it's not like a work that's in progress. Right. You know, it's, no more homosexuality for me. That's right. I'm cured. Stay away from me, guys. Hello, ladies. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. Cut to twenty years later. So many kids. Um, <laughs> The, what I would do if I was doing a joke about uh, that comic is yeah. there was so much text that was mm. always floating above the couch. Oh my gosh! That I would like to have like the person, uh, the psychiatrist, going like, "So what are you most scared of? Uh, this balloon crushing me?" <laughs> right. And then it just like comes loose and just squashes and, the guy. Yeah, and then in this really boring Leroy lettering with oh. that mechanical lettering. That style. was my big problem with EC Comics. Oh. I think like was the lettering was so not dynamic that it yeah. uh, it just would. <laughs> even if even it's an interesting story, yeah. and again, most of the times the genres weren't you know, to my liking. It was like you know, hard hitting, two fisted war stories. Like, all right, I do like those stories. No, and no, but as a kid, I was yeah. not like okay. I, I wouldn't like. But the watch. nice thing about Kurtzman is yeah. he he had uh like he had hand lettered pages. He didn't use the mm. Leroy uh font that was used. But by as the a rest as a kid, you wouldn't would you like? Uh, watch I don't like any comics like that at all. No, but would you like? Yeah, would you like a war movie? Like to me, it was just like. Oh, yeah, I did like war movies. You would like a, like a bridge on the river choir. Oh yes, I was a huge fan of bridge. I don't think that was the kind of movie. I, when you say war movie, like I mean like. What you would know, you say like, is a war movie back then? I mean, it's a war movie, but it, that's a more sophisticated adult sure, war movie. Sure. All right. I'm trying to think like what's a really great war movie. Yeah. And like, well, maybe you would like this Battleground. One. That's a good movie. Okay. That's a good war movie. Uh, I mean, I, I would have watched those movies. Although I do remember as a kid watching this this war movie. It was in color, and it would take. It was taking place in the Eastern uh, Theater of War. All right. And in the in the movie, there's a there. It, it's kind of near the end of the movie, and everyone's like, "We've done it. We've cleared this island of Japs or whatever." And then, <laughs> and then they're like sitting around, like eating or whatever, having their chow. And then suddenly, there's a surprise attack on them, and a whole bunch of them get killed. And I was watching this as a kid, and I was just like, "This is horrifying! Yeah. Like, what, what's happened? It was always good. They uh, they had got rid of all the enemy, and now everything is great. And whoa, no, here they come again! And there's like a rolling, flaming ball comes crashing down into them and kills a bunch of them. And and you were, you know, you're on you're on these guys' side, obviously, because you just watched the whole movie with, with the exception with of the racial slur. Yeah, and you're like, well, I, guess I'm just <laughs> well, I didn't know. I'm just yeah. I'm just speaking like in terms of that time period. Oh, sure, I'm not, sure. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to. I just I'm not really minding these guys getting slaughtered after that. <laughs> <laughs> just in the scenario you've laid out. I don't. I really, personally speaking, I don't think racial slurs require the death sentence. But okay, you can have your own laws. Okay. It's fine. What a world you'd live in. Fair enough. But. Uh, 
Yeah, this was like out of the just out of the blue, like this murder, this murder of all these killing them. Obviously, it's war and people die in war, and that's yeah. probably what the story is about more than anything. But as a kid, you're just like, what? What did I just see? Do you think what like a I, gut punch? I would like again my little parody thing I do like is have one turn to the other in the middle of that and just go, is this really about this war or a later war they want to talk about, but don't feel comfortable talking about? Uh, so they projected everything yeah. into this war. I think that's probably it. Because this is a bit much, right? Th- yeah, this is a bit you're much. You're thinking the Korean War? Which right. wasn't really war. It was a police action, by the way. Oh, well, okay. That's fine then. No harm, no foul. That's why it would have been racist. It was before the Vietnam War, so they wouldn't have been... Okay. It was when they had like William Holden and people like that in it, right? Sure. So, All right. Maybe it's just uh, what it is then. I don't know what it was. It's, it was a long time ago that I saw it. So, Yeah. All World War II films are really about the Korean War. All Korean films are all about you know, Vietnam. <laughs> all films about Vietnam are really about the Cola Wars. It's just, you wow. know... Wow. I didn't realize how vicious they were. Oh, the Cola Wars? A lot of heroin used as well. Do you not remember? Remember how uh, I really don't. It was Coke versus Pepsi and uh. brother versus brother. Uh, it was just horrible. Wait, wait, you're thinking of the Civil War? It was a bit of a Civil War at first, and then it uh, <laughs> then New Coke came out, and everyone lost their minds. <laughs> remember that? I do remember New Coke. Yeah, that was the greatest promotion promotional idea ever. Mm-hmm. It really was. Okay. Like when you think about it, like how upset people are. All right. Well, the, you're saying the opposite thing to what is commonly believed. So uh, by saying that, you now have to follow up and and give your statement. Well, because as to as okay. to why you believe this so, to be the case. So to to Coke, I mean, the reason they brought out the new Coke was that they felt like their that they felt like their brand had become moribund. Like it was so reliable, it was so always the same okay. that people were done with Coke. Like and there just, was a whole thing about the Pepsi challenge, and Pepsi challenge people would pick Pepsi more often than Coke. But that's just because of the sweetness, and, and it's apparently, sorry, the sippingness of it. If you sip a Pepsi, it's like, oh, that's, that's quite nice. But oh, if you drink a like whole a Pepsi, Pepsi okay. it's, not as, uh, it's not as good. People huh. prefer Coke. Uh, I like Pepsi more, but that's just me. Uh, but, you said uh, that, but you have a Coke in your I, I do, because uh, <laughs> they were two for one. Uh, I like uh, money more than I like uh, things that I like. But uh, the pe- there was a whole enough. thing about like the Pepsi challenge. More people like yeah, yeah. Pepsi. Sure. So we're gonna change. They so say. we're gonna change. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shake it up. Right. Because people are tired of us. Exactly. But they stayed with the tried and true, the forever, the 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 thing they locked into it. Like, listen, uh, we know something that's gonna be around forever, and that is. Bill Cosby. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Bill Cosby uh, be our pitchman. I don't, because, you know, I don't listen, that. uh, that's like having Mount Rushmore sure. pitch for you. That's going to be fun. Right. That's a lock. That's a stone cold they lock, couldn't, brother. They couldn't see the future. How no, of course they? you can't. But, Let's get a song by Gary Glitter going. <laughs> that's right. Maybe a little Rolf Harris for the for the for the Christmas ads. We're going to be great. <laughs> it's all good. So then, so then they uh, they bring out this new Coke. Sure. People lose their shit. Yep. People are cr- go crazy. Not only did they change the, not only did they change the flavor of Coke, supposedly, they changed the label. Right. And they also filled it with broken glass. <laughs> that was the so most outrageous part. Your as you drank. It was killing people. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. It also had a After, lot of those racial slurs from the World War II movies on yeah, it too, yeah. which was an odd choice. So <laughs> they took it in. They took it in the gut for about a year yep. with this new Coke stuff. And they said, "Okay, everyone's upset. We understand." We made a mistake. We're going to go back to classic Coke. Mm-hmm. Classic Coke. And then everyone was so excited to have classic Coke back right. that Coke became super popular Because people again. were hoarding the original Coke. <laughs> I know people so, that were hoarding it like in their basements. Yeah. So for like a long time when you bought Coke, it said classic Coke on it. Right. Even though there was no new Coke as an, op- as an, as an option, at, you know, yeah. eventually new Coke was completely phased out. That was their plan. Well, for a long time, uh, where you get new Coke would yeah. be at Soda Fountains. 
Mm. So they wouldn't. They would. That would just. If you went to the movie theater, you'd still be getting that. Okay. Because they still had a lot of that. Uh, yeah. So the syrup left. So over. do you think that it was a publicity stunt, and it made people love uh, what they had? And uh, uh, okay, I'm come, not gonna come back. Zinc, zinc, come back. <laughs> Is it uh, that situation? Okay, it's. Or were they uh, stumble bumming into it? I think they stumbled on. I mean, that was that was uh, brilliant because I don't think that you can be that have right. that much intention because you don't know how it's going to go down. Right. But if you if it is your intention, you can be of two ways. You can either be like, "This is going to be a disaster." Okay. We can bring back you know the old classic Coke, right. you know, and make a big fuss about that, and people are going to be really happy. Okay. Or it could work out that people really like this new Coke stuff, and that's going to be our new flagship. By the way, and people are going to try the new Coke, and it's going to go either way. That's right; it's going to go either way for us. So we're going to have like we're Mm going to have incredible sales. Yeah. Off the okay. Here's what you're going to get. You're going to get one. You're going to get the people who are like, no, we don't want the old Coke away. So so they're going to hoard the Coke. Yeah. So the cork that's on the shelves. It's now being sold like crazy. Yeah. We just we just sold out their stock. Yeah. Now it's like we got to fill up the shelves with more Coke. Yeah. What do we got? New Coke. Great. So there's some people that are all, like most people are going to go. I got to try this new Coke. Yeah. See what the deal is. Sure. So that's there's another binge. Yeah. And then there's the oh no we're panicking. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Not drink Coke? Like that's the thing. It's like <laughs> when Coke when everyone was losing their mind is about new Coke. Yeah. Was Coke going down to number two uh, over Pepsi or yeah. was it still selling like crazy? I'm betting it was still selling like crazy. It could have been. And then they bring in the other stuff, and that goes bananas. Like, I just feel what this was, was uh, the guys who are up in the uppity ups have to... The executives at Coca-Cola. Right. So you're an executive at Coke. Yeah. What the fuck do you do? Like, what are you? You're basically... You know, you are Disneyland, but the <laughs> Disneyland actually has to have new stuff sure, all the time. But sure. that's not a good example. But you're you're the most solid thing there is in America. Okay. You are apple pie. You're just like, what are you going to do? Let's yeah. add nutmeg to it. Like, what the fuck? You've got to do something. But but you can't do nothing as yeah. an executive. You got to make a suggestion. So that's sure. why nowadays it's like, I don't know, add orange. It's like, yeah. So we now have orange Coke. Yeah. Does anyone want that? No, no one wants that. It's going to be around for like a couple of seconds and it'll fuck off. Yeah. But it looked like you did something sure. and you're an executive. So you look at, arr, 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 he pushed through the orange Coke. That's right. We yeah. Let's run it up at the flagpole and see if anyone salutes. Let's bring back cherry Coke again. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Hey, how about uh, a, another Diet Coke? What do you mean? But we already have Diet Coke. No, but wait. It's another one. Yeah. What? Like we're going to compete with ourselves? Yes. <laughs> okay, but why? Because guys won't drink Diet Coke. Oh, yeah, good. All right. So we got two Diet Cokes. Yeah, you know, you make a dumb decision and you got to keep going. So you got to. It's, it's not necessarily dumb because what they're doing is they're shelf filling. Like yeah. What's your what's your desire as a brand is is to push other brands sure. off of the shelf. So now, if you go to the store now, you will you will find all you know lots of Coke, lots of Pepsi in different shapes. In different shapes, some of them look like they're in Red Bull cans. That's right. And then, but what you won't see very much anymore is like Crush. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, like I used to love to buy those multi, the the rainbow pack of Crush yeah. uh, variety packs. You can't find them in the stores anymore because there's no room for them, I guess. Because everyone had, like, not only do you have to compete against Pepsi and Coke, but you also have to compete against the store brand as well. So. Yeah, you have to go to your, um, especially candy stores, and then they've got all the weirdo yeah. pineapple crush that still exists. All right. Whatever you say, <laughs> yeah. I'll give that a shot. So, yeah, it's just, it, that, I mean, that's the same. That's also the reason why there are four or five different t- styles of, of Oreo ca- 
cookies. Oh my god, there's so many Oreos right now. Yeah, because they're yeah. what they're doing is pushing other brands Absolutely off the shelf. Are. Yeah, because Oreo is very popular, and so the stores are like, I guess we'll order it in. Have you tried the one that's the most stuff? I have not tried anything other than regular Oreos. Okay, well Oreos, as you as I'm sure you're aware, is have regular Oreos. You enjoy those. Uh, there's yeah. also the double stuff. Yes, twice as much stuff. Hmm? This is basically four times the stuff. That seems like a lot. You know what? It is too much. It's decadent. <laughs> it's wrong, and fucking great. Yeah, it's stupid. Like it's mm. stupid. Like you, you get one of those cookies out and you just laugh and just like, <laughs> like you're, uh, you're like Caligula but while you you're can, having. Aren't one. you getting less cookies though because of all the the filling? You know what? You know? Do you think Caligula stopped to think like, <laughs> wait, does this orgy make sense? <laughs> you're just you're living a decadent, crazy life. I, I hope and you know this had moments of awareness. It's not going to be on the shelf for long. Yeah, because someone's going to choke on it. <laughs> like this is going to kill a man. Like something's going to happen. You know, mm. horrible with this cooking in the future. Yeah, yeah. But for now, God bless it. And then there, there are other ideas. Are like, how about carrot cake Oreos? How about you fuck off? That's <laughs> what I say. Stop it. But I, when I eat an Oreo, I like to like break it apart and then eat the eat the the filling by itself. I like breaking it apart and putting it in separate glass cases so it can look at each other and really, really feel that <laughs> <What>? separation. <laughs> And it just like look at each other across the room, and I play right? sad music, and then like after about a day, then I eat it. Wow! I eat one of them and just let the yeah. other one watch. Jeez! And then it knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll put a full Oreo in with that one. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's going on? And the full one doesn't know what's what. It's yeah. like, is this my fate or am I? And I don't know. And you really just play your Oreo mind games with them. <laughs> anyway, the uh, most stuff one is really great. Well, you went from sounding like you were outraged by it to to a uh, full on recommendation. I'm so many like things. <laughs> I contain multitudes. Yes, that's right. You can of Oreos. Do Just I, I don't like yeah. all the different flavors. Basically, there's no other Oreo flavors that I go like. You don't need that. Uh, go go with a. Uh, forget it. Don't give me a mint. Don't need that. Um, no. I don't need pineapple. I don't need Sunday. anything. It reminds me of when Kit Kat was going through its whole thing and it was like, <laughs> okay. hey, how about yogurt? Yeah. How about we put yogurt in this? How about, no, you don't mm. put yogurt in it. We yeah. don't want that. How about coffee in it? Well, then you're a coffee crisp. Yeah, go away. So go to hell. <laughs> Knock it off. But I, I, I feel that way about like the chunky Kit Kat. Because I feel like what we like Too about... big. Yeah, what we like about Kit Kats yeah. is that it Too much feels resistance. like it's the perfect, perfect size. Yeah, you can lightly, like a Kit Kat just yeah. shatters, yeah. shatters like, uh, you know, I was going to like now sound like a really a maniac <laughs> talking about like the bones of certain animals. And I was like, that's not right. That's right. Uh, but like the big, Remember the big when Kit Hannibal Kat ate a like, Kit Kat on the show? There's too much fight back. There's, yeah. You know, you don't need that. That's no, not no. what I'm in it for. Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, it's too much. Like, that's, yeah. Like you like the, it's just like a perfect balance the way they, they made it. That's why it's popular. If they brought out Kit Kat originally and it was a chunky Kit Kat, no one, it wouldn't be a popular. Okay, wouldn't so, it be around. So now? here's what I'm going to throw out, and you can. I, I, I've done this for a couple Don't of weeks. Don't throw this now, at me. Is uh, I want to go with like a question of the week, and here's okay, what I think okay, the question, question of the week, week is. Sure. Okay, first yeah. of all, what is just plain out, okay. cur- like currently or in the past, yep. the best chocolate bar? And this could be candy bar as well. Okay. I'm not necessarily going with had enough to involve chocolate. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. What's the best one? Now here's 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 my sub question. What's a chocolate bar that could use fixing, and how would you fix it? Okay. Yeah. What do you? What do you? How are you repairing? This will be it? interesting because we we do have a lot of listeners from other places, and they're yeah. going to have their own chocolate bars there. Right now, most people. Listen, I've heard this a couple of times, and so I'm going to head this off of the pass, where people are like, you know what bar I miss? I miss a wigwag bar. 
And a wigwag mm. bar is that interlaced caramel yeah. bar. Curly Whirly. Which is now called a Curly Whirly, which yeah. you can get in North America, but you could normally, you could get for almost forever in Europe. But it also used to be called, before it was called the wigwag bar, yeah. it used to be called the marathon bar. Okay. And they used to have a series of commercials, and the whole thing was you can't eat a marathon bar fast, and there's this guy who would come in, he's a cowboy, and there'd be some trouble, and he'd give everyone a marathon bar, and they'd have to slow the fuck down. <laughs> okay. Right. So there was that. But All then right. everyone loved a wigwag bar. It went away. It's it's still around. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you can you can say that's your favorite bar. That's fine. Uh, but how do you how what's what's a bar that needs fixing, and how mm. do you how would you fix it? Hmm. I that's a good question. I would bring I'll, back. I'll tell you a bar that. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, the to me, a bar that needs fixing is a bounty bar, uh, which is coconut. Coconut, yeah. Now, how does that vary too, from? Too much. Uh, how how does that vary from a Mounds bar? Well, I think because Mounds was an American bar that we couldn't get here when when Mounds and Almond Joy, we would see the commercials for them, but we weren't we never right. got to eat them unless you went across the line. So um, we had the bounty bar, but I think the bounty bar is like too much chocolate or too much coconut. Okay, it's an unvarying amount of coconut. Like if you like coconut, I guess that's great, but. I just find it's a little too much of 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 the same. Now, how you would fix that, I don't really know. Add a wafer to it. Add something to it in order to, so it's not just chocolate and coconut. How about add an almond to it? <laughs> it's been done before. Uh, someone's thought someone's thought of that. Uh, there was a bar that I used to like as a kid, and I would say uh, it was one of my favorite. It was my favorite chocolate bar, and it went away. It's called a Bar Six. Okay. Bar six, very crunchy. Yeah. It was delicious. It was quite good. Uh, uh, I also enjoyed, I think we've talked about this before, and we got mixed up as to what they were, but it was like the equivalent of a caramel bar, but it had different flavors in it. And I believe it was called Flavors was one of them, and then there was another one that was like called something similar, but it had like vanilla fill, filling, and it was like a, uh, as well as caramel. It was also like okay. a, a chocolate one, and then there was like a rum, a rum butter, which yeah. I did not care for. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, there was, there was that. So I'd say like, uh, caramilk could uh, use some uh, repairs of like other flavors. Really? In it. Yeah. Caram- oh, caram- caramilk. caramilk bar, which is the uh, the caramel the caramel one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I feel like it's like, perfect the way it is. Well, I like a I like a little vanilla one in there. Mm. I like the little chocolate one. I would okay. not want uh, the rum butter, so I don't want to return <laughs> to that. I don't know what the other flavor would be. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, maybe like a a, stra- a strawberry I was just say, like a filling. raspberry 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 or something, or something yeah. like you'd get like yeah. in a, you know a nice box of chocolates mm. yeah something like that but yeah what's a, what's a what's your what's your best chocolate bar slash candy bar and how would you fix a current uh candy bar and make it better okay those are those are questions of the day wow okay week. we'll put that out there that's for you dear listener mm-hmm. we say this while we're uh, speaking of which hey fellas are you eating candy during the show once in a while we're uh, now we're enjoying some wine gums because we're mature gentlemen. Yes, yes. That is the only way I, I will drink wine. You've gone in the to form of many gum. a wine gum tasting uh, party. Yeah, that's true. I've gone, I've gone to some of the farms around in Langley. I go to the wine gum choo, farms. Choo choo choo! Spit it out in the yeah. bucket. Yeah, I have gone to their taste their tasting rooms or chewing rooms, as they're also called. Yeah, there. Yep. Uh, Fort uh, Wine Gums is a place I like to go to. Uh, Bin Forty Seven Wine Gums, sure. Another place, yeah. There's a lot of uh, what are called Vin uh, Gum Yards, <laughs> okay. That uh, you'll find out there. And um, yeah, I'm a well-known, uh, you know, just every couple, couple of weeks at least now I'm going on a tour. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Even during the winter time, do they have that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're always uncorking or unwrapping new uh, wine. Have wines, you Have you ever been gums. to a sugar shack? I've ever been to what's the sugar shack? A sugar shack is um, 
where they make maple syrup. Oh, I see. And they uh, they will take syrup. Uh, or like I thought this was the song you're talking about. Uh, uh, well, it's loosely based on a real thing. Okay. Um, and they would pour uh, the syrup and or the uh, sap into the snow. Okay. And roll it up, and you'd have that. Or you'd mm. go in to uh, they give you some maybe some pancakes with like some ham, and they pour some maple syrup on that for okay. you. Okay. Uh, they give tours. Yeah, you yeah. To watch. You'd have on. to go to Quebec for this. Quebec is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. But... I've never never gone because I've never been to Quebec. Oh. So not, I think Mary has done that. I think you would to, enjoy. I think you would enjoy that. Has she been to a sugar shack? She has been to a sugar shack. She, Very good. She was in Quebec in the winter time and is able to to take in all the festivities that you can enjoy as a person in Quebec. As a as a child, I was one of those kids where I guess like, oh, these two things are touching that shouldn't touch on my plate. That's horrible. Oh, really? You were one of those people. I was. I think I was a little bit of that kind of kid. Like okay. especially if it was a sauce. Mm. A sauce for one thing, like the ketchup from the fries goes over and hits the peas. Like oh, I got ketchup on my peas. Burn this dish. Yeah, I'm not big on that. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, with I'm not. There. I'm not with that. Yeah. So, uh, so when they we went to the sugar shack and it was like, here's your pancakes. Yeah. Uh, and like, oh well, I like of course a maple syrup on a pancake. That yeah. clearly that works for me. Sure. And then I expected like perhaps some bacon. Yeah. Because we would not have ham with our pancakes. And I was no. Like, but we're gonna have ham. And like, well, this ham is quite delicious. I'm fine. But then the maple syrup. They poured it on the ham. Yeah. Well, this was ridiculous to me. Says the <laughs> child that is me. And and I was told by my teacher. I understand. Just try it. Like, okay. So I'm trying it, thinking like this is going to be the worst thing in the world. My Lord. <laughs> the idea that you could put syrup on meat yeah, yeah. blew my mind. Blew my mind. Just came home, told my parents. I uh, felt this was going to change everything. Yeah. And they never did that because they didn't give a damn. You know what? Yeah. They were in there. Get this. 30s. They're not going to change. <laughs> they're locked off. They're not going to. They're sure, not going to sure. change their ways. They got it all together. They're so deep in the rut yeah. uh, that they're best friends with a gopher. And hmm. the gopher's name is Ruddy McGopher. Because <laughs> the gopher never leaves the rut. <laughs> well, that is a real yeah. lesson for all of us. Hey, why don't we try mayonnaise on our fries? No, really, we'll never. We'll never try any new things. Gee. No, he wouldn't. I, I, no, I don't think my parents would have tried like anything really new food wise. Mm. No, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have gone for it. You know I'm, what? I'm limited in how what my experiments. But you I would will. you would try a mayonnaise on a fry if someone said. Oh, I do that all the time. So right, but that's okay. But that was not what you grew up with. No, no, it's not. You're right. So when did the um when did the uh, uh, taste of the Dutch uh, <laughs> reach you? When did uh, Oh, I think with uh, McChicken sauce at McDonald's. That, I think, was the big change. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can get... If you can pry it out of their hands, because they're very unwilling to give it to you. Mm. You know, we asked for it one time. We were down in, in Seattle, and I said, uh, can we get some McChicken sauce with that? And the guy said, that's just mayo over the thing. I'm like, well, that's no answer. Plus, you're not right, because it, it's seasoned. It's not just mayo. It's a seasoned mm -hmm. mayo. So you guys have put some extra delicious stuff yeah. in there to make it taste differently that's than correct. just mayonnaise. So don't give me that guff, buddy. Yeah. Well, you could also then say to him, oh, fair enough. Could I have some mayonnaise, please? Yeah, that's right. And then he would go, uh, we don't have any. Well, you know why you don't have any. Yeah, because people really like it. But uh, yeah, that's kind of where that came from. I, I, I um, yeah, I think my daughters kind of brought that into the house because they, they're the McChicken sauce people. And that's fine. I'm willing to, I'm willing to admit when I, I but I like them together. Now, now I'm, I'm kind of like, I like the uh, ketchup mixed mm -hmm. with the mayo, like as a, it's a kind of two flavor thing because you get the sweet tang of the ketchup with the kind of more. You're you're coming very close to making your own secret sauce. Well, you can get um you can get what's called fry sauce. Like it's popular in um, Portland, which is a mix of mayo and ketchup together, and that's quite good. So yeah, 
I guess I, I I'm not saying I'm original, but I, I do like that a lot as well. So there you go. Oh, okay. Hey, oh, wait, what? Here's here's the thing. Okay. Here's how it's a little bit different than right. uh, mayonnaise. Uh, it also includes uh, a bit of mustard. Ah, no wonder I like it. There you are. <laughs> I'll have to try that with some mayo at home. Yeah. What about kind of mustard, though? Prepared. Oh, my favorite kind of mustard. Yeah. Would I'm you liking like to know this more the, Would you like to know the ingredients to make chicken sauce, sir? Sure. sure. Soybean oil. Mm. All right. So any oil. I guess it's just, I like guess that's oil. a binder or something. Okay. Like water. Do you have water at home? Water. We do you have water? There. Very good. Prepared mustard. I have a lot of that at home. Liquid egg yolk. Okay. Okay. That's no, that su- that's no surprise because yeah. we're now taking oil and we're taking egg yolk. We're now making mayonnaise, basically. Yeah. So yeah. that would be a necessity. Here. Okay. Okay. Now we got. Now so we could need- you leave those out and just put the mayo in and then add the ingredients that aren't for making mayo? You know what? I think you might be right, but there okay. is a little bit of an. Um, here's oh, a little something a coming up. All right. But not first, sorghum. You know what? You're not a million miles away. Okay. Uh, but yeah, vinegar, sugar, salt. But uh, xanthan gum. Ah, is yes. a, is a is a uh, that is the binder it. right there, I believe, and a little potassium sorbate, and mm. uh, there we go. Is p- potassium sorbate a flavor? Is it a? I would assume so. Or, or is it a preservative? Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, mm. the 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 mustard yeah. is a little bit of a difference between American and Canadian. Oh. Uh, McChicken sauce. Oh, why? Uh, they just they just say that is that oh, okay. our, our chicken our chicken ours, sauce ours has little, mustard in it but a little says bit more maybe. yeah maybe we can take a little bit more flavor than the Yankee <laughs> than the Yankee doodles. <laughs> well, Canadians do love their mustard. That is a fact. Yep, we it's, like a mustard and we like a vinegar. Yep, I absolutely. I love them both. I um. My wife is asking me to turn up the heat, so I'm going to do this right now. Sure, go ahead, please, Dave. I bought some. I bought some. Speaking of. Vinegar. I bought some. I bought a bag of like like a multi flavor chip box to have with my lunch, so I can have a sandwich and a, and a bag of chips with it. And here's the problem with it though: is you you get you get like um, mesquite barbecue. Uh-huh. That's nice. Jalapeno and cheddar. Okay. Also pretty good. Sure. The best of all, sea salt and malt vinegar, which isn't my favorite salt and vinegar chip, but it's pretty good. It's a good flavor. And then plain. <laughs> Why? Why is that even in there? It's so disappointing. Like I still eat it. Like I have to have it every four days because there's four flavors. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just gonna be stuck at the end with with a bunch of bags of stupid unflavored chips. But why? Like, what? Who? Did, like, who's buying a box of of flavored chips so they can also eat some unflavored chips? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I understand. There's people out there that have problems with flavor yeah. and need to have just salty things, and that's right. all they want. They just want salty you stuff. Think, I think, I and that's think, okay. I think here's what the situation is. Sure. They're not expecting it's you. They're not expecting a guy who's going like, I'm buying this for me. They're not expecting that. What they're expecting is, yeah. it's time for a party, and I've got to get a what? bunch of chips. No, no. Those are little, they're little tiny personal like lunch-sized chip bags. They're not... You're not, I mean, you could give them out of Halloween, I okay. guess, but you're not. Then then what they're doing is like, uh, there's mom who's packing the kids' lunches. Yeah. Could be dad. Could be two moms. Sure. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, Live your life. <laughs> All I'm saying is <laughs> you're a bad parent for giving your kids chips. <laughs> but you, uh, so you're packing right. your kids' lunch. Yep. Now you're got to, now, now sis, sis is like, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it spicy. Okay. That's what she she likes. She's she's finding out who she is as a person. Sure. So she she's wants the jalapeno and cheddar. She wants whatever she wants. Sure. Oh, well, there's brother. Brother's yeah. got to look like a tough guy in front of his oh, friends. Oh, Mystique so Barbecue. Got a little Mystique Barbecue. Yeah, for sure. And then there's little wimpy wee 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 wee. 
who's like, I like buttered bread and butter on my noodles, and I want chips. And I'm like, you don't like chips. You don't like any of the chips that your brother and sister are like, but yeah. I, it's not fair that they get chips, but I don't get chips. It's like, okay, I'll give you some chips. What kind do you want? You want some nacho chips? Spicy. I don't like them. I'm like, okay. So it all this goes on until it's fine. <laughs> it like, sure would does. you like? Okay. Would you like a plain chip? Yeah. And it's like, okay, but could you please turn on the faucet and and run it over the chips and get the salt out? Because <laughs> it's too salty for me. And then they do that, and they send the kid to school with a soggy bag of chips. Yeah. The moral of that lesson is, and that kid becomes Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like the salt. Does ah. not like the salt. I guess that's the case. I, I don't know. It just feels really unfair that every four days I've got to take a bag of plain chips to work. It's really not Everybody exciting. Everybody hurts. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Sometime. I admit these problems are not are, are really pale really pale in, in the face of some other people's problems. I, I'm not I'm not equating myself. Like, I'm not saying this is the biggest tragedy in the world. I'm just saying it stinks. All I'm saying. Okay. All we're saying is this. Yeah. Is on previous episodes, Dave, and on yeah. our website, Dave sure. has given out his address. What we're saying is, <laughs> if you've got a spicy bag of chips, oh, man. please send it to Dave. Because this guy is going to work <laughs> with just plain ass chips. Yeah, yeah. And he's putting in a hard day at work. That's true. And I he am. goes out for, he goes for his lunch. He goes, this is all I got. This is all I got. Well, uh, I do have a this, sandwich. I got a thing. sandwich yeah. and his buttered noodles. And <laughs> and and he opens That's, it and it's a plain thing. Yeah. And then he's like so bummed out that he doesn't get a good grip. Sure. First of all, his hands are so greasy from the chips. Yeah. That he doesn't get a good grip yeah. on the work he's doing. Yeah. And it just right. crushes three of his workmates. <laughs> I just thought it was weird that you knew the nickname of one of the guys at work. What was that? Buttered noodles. <laughs> Oh, I got like seven different jokes in my head, none of which. <laughs> you can say them all. No, no, I, I could, and then that would be the end of our show. Okay, <laughs> let's leave it there. So we're gonna, we're let's gonna, we're it. gonna, we're gonna leave that, leave that there. Uh, is uh, oh, uh, update on what was going on with me from last week to this week. Oh, yeah. Last please, week I was talking about uh, that we were having our uh, tax woes. Yeah. And we um, had uh, a person who uh, decided to uh, throw the book at us and then go to the library and take out more books and then uh, throw more at us. So uh, we've uh, it's gone from uh, impossible to incredibly hard, but I think we can do incredibly hard. So so what's gonna what's gonna happen now is we have uh, we have uh, uh, consolidated the payments, uh, but we're gonna have to do a real big bulk payment. That's one of those pulp payments that we're, we're doing tomorrow. That's one of those payments that when you make the payment, you sweat a bit. Like you just go, okay, 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 right here on. it goes. Yeah. Here's, here it goes. You're just not used to that amount, right? You're just yeah. like, okay, here it goes. Here it goes. So we're doing that. And then, uh, middle of the month, every month, we've got a, we got a, uh, we got a, a payment that's like, uh, wow. Uh, but I think we can we can swing this because we're uh, you know we're leading into some stuff coming up and what have you and we yeah, should be all right. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, we'll uh, you know have uh, things unlocked again and uh, be able to do things. But it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, fairly tight for uh, for a while. Wow. But that's a uh, yeah. But uh, this will get the person off our backs, so that's good. But yeah, it was just this thing of 
malice, you yeah. know, for, 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 for a while there that was just like, ugh. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, so yeah, we go in tomorrow and make the, uh, make the big payment and swap everything out. And, uh, and then we'll, uh, we, we got the thing going. But yeah, it was, it was just kind of a brutal, uh, time for that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look up right now what it was that, uh, Justin Trudeau said about, uh, our, our, our taxes and, uh, and how they, um, what, what the, the tax people can do and what they can't do. There was a thing, there was a thing he said about how basically t- taxes, Revenue Canada can't come at, after you with, you know, this kind of like, uh, yeah. cruelty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's what kind of the IRS is known for, for like being bullies and yeah. threatening you and we're going to take you to jail and all this kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why don't you say what you think of taxes, and I'm gonna look this up while I while you do that. Well, it seems very strange. I remember this is many years ago when I was working in a different job. There was a, a driver for uh, one of the freight companies would come and pick up from us, and one time he was telling me that he hadn't paid taxes for ten years. He had never he hadn't paid any money in the first taxes. Wow. Which of course I was not a hundred percent behind because I feel like as citizens of of this country, we our taxes are what gives us the life that we have here. You know, we pay for yep. roads to be built and for yeah. us to have universal health care and all the other privileges of living in Canada. And part of that is paying your taxes. And that, you know, so I would be, I would say to him things, things like, well, that, that can't be the case because when they, don't they come after you for your money? Yeah. He said, well, as long as you tell them that you intend to pay them, there's nothing they can do about it. That's not true at all. Well, <laughs> this, is, this is your story is telling me yeah, that they're going to have a little, I, uh, wake up call. You know what? Here's the thing. We sure. did we did for many years, like if things got behind, we would be able to call them and, and, and arrange something and just go, well, we can't pay uh, right now, but we can pay you in three months. Yeah. And, you know, we can pay like a little bit right now and we'll pay the rest at a certain point. And as long as you set up a plan, yeah, they were OK. And like this was always the case, you mm. know, uh, for you know, any time we've had to do this. And same thing with friends of ours that have had to do this. Yeah. This is the first time they went, no, we need it all now. Hmm. We're just going to take it all. And yeah. we're going to take everything. We're going to take everything you make, yeah. and we're going to freeze everything. So you can't pay any bills, yeah. and you can't pay your rent, and you can't buy food until you pay us back. Yeah. And you're just thinking, like, we we were able to figure out a way of, of, of dealing with this. Yeah. But, like, I just keep thinking, like, for other people, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. You just, you just like, throw up your hands and just go, well, you got to declare bankruptcy. There's yeah. just no two ways about it because you got to, like, you got to get out of this system there's no, there's no, there's no way around it, unless you know you can somehow front a loan or something from somebody legit or not, and uh, and get this and get this covered. What do you, what are you gonna do? Mm. It just seems, it just seems unrealistic that you know anyone, you know, you, you just kick the legs out from under a person and then go now, now, now go run and get me that thing. <laughs> it's like, well, how are how are they gonna do it? I can't find out what the actual uh, phrase was, but it basically was uh, was saying that. Uh, they can't act with malice. They, they, you know, they, the, the Revenue Canada does work for us, the citizens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do not work for them. Yes, you've got to pay your bills. That yeah. is true. Yeah. But they can't come at you with like, you know, vengeance mm. and, and, and that kind of thing. Basically, basically, it's just like, just be decent. Sure. And so, so yeah. So it was, uh, it was, it's been, uh, kind of a cold sweat couple of, couple of weeks. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, we've, the nice thing has been, when we've talked to people uh, that are going to be helping us with this, that are in our business and, and what have you, and, you know, it's basically getting advances on things that we know are coming in. 
the thing that we hear all the time is, you know, well, we know you, so it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. But like they break you down so much that you feel like, no, no, I'm just, ugh, I'm just, I'm just shit. Yeah. You know, I've, uh, I've blown it. You know, everything I've done, it's been wrong. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> how well things are going. And things were going really well last week with like them announcing that, you know, PSTV series was going on the air and everything. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter because you got like someone just going, you know, shame on you. Yeah. It's, uh, ugh. it's weird. It's weird how easy it is for you to fall into that thing of almost like a teacher or a parent or something mm-hmm. just going like no you're uh, you're garbage yeah 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 weird and also it just feels like such an such a bad way to try and get something from somebody to break them down it's like does that get you anything besides ugh, this makes no sense to me but uh but yeah so uh so ugh, tomorrow but then uh it feels like just doing a lot of push-ups and gonna be uh doing a lot more little uh, extra projects and and whatnot yeah. So that's one of the things that's nice about the, finding out that Mad Magazine is going to be like doubling the pages that we're doing. So that's good. That's a thing that's good. Yeah. Going to try and do a little bit more of that, a little bit more of other things. And good. we'll see what happens. But also, hey, uh, if you want to go out and buy some comics that me or my wife have done, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be a real help. Yeah. And we're doing quite, a, we're doing a couple of cons too next, uh, next month. We're doing Vancouver Fan Expo. We're doing a con at the end of the month in Victoria. Uh, so, you know, you yeah. always come by and see us, see us there and, uh, you know, get a piece of art or something like that would be good. Yeah. yeah. Have they ever been mean to you, uh, Revenue Canada? No, I'm, no. I'm always. Except for the fake one. The, oh, yes. The fake, yes. The fake one, they are mean to me. That was the weird thing was like the real one almost seemed as mean as the fake one to mm. the point where it felt like, is this person real? Yeah. It's, it's weird when there's so much, you know, cause the, the fake one is, the cops are coming. Yeah. But hey, if you send me an iTunes gift card, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to, we're going to cut you some slack. Yeah. If, yeah. And they're really angry at you when the, the phone call first starts, but then they can't keep it up because they're just act, they're pretending they're mad. They're not, well, this is the thing that, that kind of anger was what Pia was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is so unusual for, uh, Revenue Canada. Yeah. But, but again, our accountants have been, have been talking to them. So they are, they are real. And you're not allowed to talk to, you're not allowed to ask to talk to someone else there? There was no one that was uh, directly above them for the thing they were doing. Here's, uh, yeah, again, I think. But can't you, like, deal with a different agent? Like, are they assigned to you? Yeah, they're locked in with you. Yeah. Can't switch, you can't switch it up. Otherwise, people would just, would just do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah. Uh, Take a hint. But the suspicion as to the reason for this, and I think I brought this up last week, was uh, it's because there's been uh, some some numbers released about the underground economy in Canada and how it's uh, you know uh, costing costing uh, so much money. Yeah. Not as much, of course, as the big shots not paying their taxes. Yes. But there's nothing. But you, there's nothing you can do about those guys because yeah, yeah. those guys have lawyers. Uh, but the but the people who are uh, waiters and waitresses and servers and what whatnot and people kind of living paycheck to paycheck, uh, you can come at them hard, yeah. and they're gonna put up uh, the money and and the way they're coming at them is uh, you know full of uh, full of uh, threats <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just uh, it just feels very un-Canadian to me. Well, I guess the government needs money. They do. They can't they can't fund themselves entirely from bribes from. Uh engineering firms from quebec so they have to Ooh. topical there you go there you are and there you are 
Zip-a-da-zap-boo-boo. Zap. Got him. By the way, everyone pays taxes, even if you don't pay taxes. The guy who's in this truck, he was paying taxes every time he bought something. Oh, so well, everyone yeah. Pays I mean, taxes. he pays taxes. Yeah. He spent his income tax that he... Understood. I never pay... I, he was uh, yeah, He's the kind of guy It's real smart Because he tells everybody that too And that's how you know That guy's going to be Just fine It was very It's very you strange know, Just telling me. you a stranger I would You know We would discuss it When he came by And it was very strange to me I just I can never quite buy it But I, I don't know I don't really know how it works Because I, I'm I'm you know I'm a I'm a low level person I don't make a lot of money Right And my money that I make Is taken out of my paycheck And given to the government Per, per paycheck Right I'm not per, like you, where you have to. I put, got my own company. You yeah. have your own company, and you know, ideally, in an ideal world, you would be putting money aside for your yep. taxes. And but you know, the world isn't so ideal, unfortunately, and so things happen yeah. to our money that we have intending for this. Sometimes it gets diverted into that, and other problems that come up, like getting kicked out of your place that you've been living in for a while, and now you need to pay for your move, and all these things that happen that are so great. And so, yeah, I've. Ne- you know, I think the only time that it happened to me was when I worked in the fishing boat because that money was not taken out of my paycheck. And so I made, you know, I made like 18 grand in in a summer. And so yeah. I made this big whopping bit of money. And then a uh, text came and they're like, okay, we need $3,000 from you. And I was like, what? That came out of nowhere. But like, you know, I had money in the bank, fortunately. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, it, it, it can happen. It can happen. But we, I guess, because Lisa... Lisa teaches riding, and so that that's an example of where she's self-employed. Right. And so, but because there's a lot of expenses associated with that, we always seem to come out all right with it. So it's okay, you know. That's your your goal, I guess. Yeah, it's the thing with most of our businesses uh, is that a lot goes into stuff as well, and you know things like uh, you know things like cable or seeing mm. movies, yeah, or anything like that. You know, that's all write-offable books. Yeah. Anything anything like that goes goes back into things and then a lot of it goes into office supplies and stuff like you know we don't have a lot of like loose extra dough it all kind of goes back into the thing back into the thing falls back into the thing yeah and yeah it is when when you get something like you know the random eviction that you're like all right scramble 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 but you know bit of a wake-up call on that so we're going to try and uh, and get more into a salary situation because we're going to, with the TV show, hopefully have more things coming in on a monthly basis. Okay. And same thing with like the magazine work is, you know, that comes in regularly. Yeah. But even though, you know, with uh, with working on the, the Simpsons comic, even though it, you think like, oh, that's a monthly thing, it was just so random. Like mm. sometimes you'd get two checks in a month. Sometimes you wouldn't get a check for like three months. Some, you know, and it'd just be... That was just how the business worked. Yeah. And it felt like no matter who you were working for, if it was like a big company, they'd forget about you. And so you wouldn't get paid quite often. And if it's a small company, they don't have the money. And uh, even the middle middle ground are just like, and, you know, no one ever pays on time, you know, and except all the bills have to come in on time. Yeah. And so, you know, we'd be told by our accountants, like, you, you got to set up a salary system for yourselves and pay yourself, you know, this much per month. And it's like, we well, don't know what's coming in per month. Yeah. We really don't. And you never have, like, enough of a, a, a backlog to go, like, okay, we're going to bank a big chunk of it so that we know that it can all run in at a certain point. And it'll be, it's like, <laughs> we'll see. It is tricky. You know, hopefully this, you know, again, yeah. and, and same thing with, like, almost everything that I do now. Uh, no matter what, because I'm working for a whole bunch of big companies, they all they all pay late. Every every one of them pays late and just or just forgets about you. You know, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter <laughs> to them. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's all just so random. You'd think, you'd think, especially in this digital world, that they could just check immediately and just like, you know, you write them and go like, hey, you know, uh, we haven't been paid for that yet. Wait a second, let me check. Oh, you're right. Okay, well, there's a button. Let me hit that button. Now we <laughs> sent it to you. That's in your bank. Yeah. We can do that, right? Yeah. This is the technology of the day. No, okay, well, we they say they sent you a check in the mail three weeks ago. Why are you sending me a check in the mail? What year is this? A check in the mail. <laughs> You know what's what are you what are you what are you talking about? Why are we using that system? Yeah. Why do we why do we why do we send it to the Pony Express? <laughs> you know, just do a direct deposit. Right. We live in that world, right? Also, you know that's an excuse for not actually paying someone, right? Could be, but let me t- <laughs> let me just show you how I pay all my bills. Click 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 done. Click 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 done. Could we apply that technology? Oh to well, we know we have a process here. You know, we've been yeah. doing this for you know, we we've been around here for a long time. At, here at this Disney, is, we're kind of a mom and pop. Corporation, a real Mickey and Minnie Mouse situation. Yeah. I wish, uh, you know, we could do that, but you know, listen, I wish, you know, if it was up to me, I'd tell you to fuck off. But, uh, yeah. And no one ever does anything like this with malice. They're all, they're always like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I can't believe that this would, yeah, it'd be yeah. so slow and so. Anyway, your deadlines are blah, 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 and we need them in on that day exactly. Mm. Oh, okay. Geez, it seems to be really, really yeah. tight on the one side. Yes, that's exactly how, <laughs> that's exactly how that goes. Yeah. It's like, all right. It's just, well, it's like the, but it's, it's like the government. They're not, they're not going to come after you if they owe you money. They're not, not someone's not going to phone you and, and get really mad at you. How come you haven't cashed the check we sent you? We sent out a check every month and you haven't cashed a check yet from the government. What the hell's going on over there? Get it together. You don't deserve to get checks the way you're acting. They're not going to do that. I They're, like it. <laughs> you wish? Yeah. You know something I do like doing, which is fun, is uh, I get a uh, magazine from my union, my writer's union. Okay. And they've got a segment in there that's like, uh, we owe you money. Okay. And that's, and it lists uh, people who haven't been paid for certain shows they've done. Oh. And, uh, and quite often I will see people I know and I'll just write them and I'll just go, you know, you're owed money, right? And it's, boy, you get a quick response <laughs> when you write someone with that. <laughs> boy, howdy. Boy, that's a friendly, that's a nice email that, that everyone likes here. Cause I know no one reads this magazine. Yeah, yeah. No one reads it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, if you just email these people, they've got money for you. I'm like, oh, it's great. And, yeah. and these are some people I know, you know, are millionaires and they're fine, but it's like, yeah. you know, this people, they owe you like 80 bucks. Well, that's great. Well, mm-hmm. 80 bucks. And you're like, of course it didn't matter to this part. Like, why would that? But of course it does matter because it's 80 bucks. Yeah. You just found out you got 80 bucks. They're going to send you 80 bucks in the mail. That's great. Hooray. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice that, well, that, that happened a little while ago, actually, with our Patreon account, which I assume that the money was going in every month because we make, we make just about enough to pay what I pay monthly for, okay. for the things that we, we get. All right. So if you ever need a hand with that, you let me know. Oh, well, okay. we're doing, with our Patreon, we're doing great. Now, so. Oh, good. But what I didn't realize was that Patreon wasn't, I, even though I had like given them our banking information and blah, 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 they weren't actually sending the money to me. Mm-hmm. It was sitting in their account, ah. I guess, sitting there. And so a couple of weeks ago, I got a notice from them and said, like, tax time is here. You can check what you made through the year. So I went, oh, that sounds kind of fun. Let's see what we made. So I, I went and looked and I... I was like, well, that's, that's pretty good. It's not talking Simpsons good, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's yeah. all right. And, and then I looked down, I was kind of went down the page and it says, you know, redeem your money here. And I was like, what? So then I click on that and then it took me to this thing and it says, you have this amount of money owed to you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought I was getting this every month. This is good. And a little while ago, I was actually wondering because I was like, this is weird because, you know, I know this amount is coming out every month. 
but it feels like I'm not getting the money back okay. into the account. Like, cause I've always assumed that it was coming in and then, then I was looking at the bank statement one day and I was like, this is really weird. We have a lot of money going out and I'm not getting money back in. Why? What's going on here? Well, the reason was, so then there was a really nice windfall though. Cause it yeah. was like a big pay. Cause you forgot about it for a long time. Yeah. I didn't realize I had three years of Patreon sitting there. Oh, nice one. Okay. Good. So yeah. So that was, that was nice. <laughs> paid back for all that money that went out but that's nice because yeah because having the oh, patreon remember that remember to pay your taxes on that well i have been paying i have been declaring oh, good, good, it, yeah. okay good good i just i have been declaring I'm it. just telling you now yeah well trust me worse than the wise i have been declaring it okay. as income i just wasn't getting the income okay so it's it's kind of <laughs> that's silly. what i'm saying to you yeah yeah no it's nice because if you declare it, then I can write off some of my office sure. expenses and things like that against against the, the thingy. Yeah, you can write off your daughter now. <laughs> well, you know, I wrote off both my daughters a long time ago. What Whoa, kind of thing is that? Burned. So there. But anyway, thanks also for uh, contributing to our Patreon account. <laughs> yes, thanks we very do, much. We do appreciate. We it. do appreciate everyone who's. He appreciates it more now that he's found the money. <laughs> That's right. The, the money. Leave like it me. under this rock. <laughs> Did you ever check under the rock? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rock. Well, you would. It's just the thing. You kind of assume that when you fill sure, out all this information, that that they are going to be. You know, know what they say? When you assume, yep, you don't make money. <laughs> you don't get nothing for <laughs> you your get trouble. Nothing for that assumption. <laughs> Assumptions are free. So yeah, it's. I felt kind of silly. But well, nice. I'm glad you ended up getting your dough. But it was a nice, yeah, it was a nice thing. Cause, you know. So, and uh, here's another reason to contribute to the Patreon account is because here's what you get. You get your, you get your uh, Sneaky Dragons. Yep. You get access to all the back catalog of your Completely Beatles. Sure. That's every Beatles song. Many people have listened to those shows once, Multi- more, than, more mul- than once. More than once. Yeah. Absolutely. Good for them. Uh, totally Tintin. Most people have not listened to those more than once. But some may nope. have. Some people have. I've good for them. I heard from listeners who enjoyed it a second time. And uh, and uh, we have full marks. We got that as well. So there, we got to that. And now you're like, well, I guess you guys are done. Listen, Dave's got this new podcast That's that he's true. doing. Yeah. You get uh, you get Dave uh, encouraging Dave to do more uh, nonsense. And sometimes <laughs> he'll send like, uh, you know, tapes in the mail to people. What the heck? It's true. Oh, CDs. To yeah. be fair, he doesn't do mixtapes anymore. What year is this? <laughs> I don't actually. I don't think I've. I don't. Have, I have two cassette decks, and neither of them work. Here's it's the really dumb. because of your support. Yep. Uh, Dave is talking to his daughter again. They're listening <laughs> to music together. Tells you to listen to this show. One of my favorite things actually is uh-huh. that uh, is your is your wife, who is also the mother of your children. Yes. Uh, I love that she reviews every show. Yes, yeah, she does. She's she, like the first person who she really comes on to the message board mm. and like gives it a review, and I'm like, boy, yeah. if these reviews start going south, you know something has gone wrong yeah. that she's like, like putting down her like her kids and her uh, oh she, she really enjoys it and she's figured out well why wouldn't she it's all people she I loves show, I showed her it's how, a podcast of <laughs> the people she loves doing a podcast I showed her how the podcast thing works on her phone okay like the podcast app so you hit iTunes. subscribe yep so she subscribes to just both automatically downloads she, she likes Sneaky Dragon and she likes Listening Party a lot and yeah as soon as it comes out she listens to it she cleans the stalls and listens to the, to the show while she's working. We had a suggestion from Third Dragon, Nina Matsumoto. Oh, okay. Um, go to, it's not the go to hell suggestion. Yeah. First of all, go, okay. to, go to hell. <laughs> okay. Go to hell and you die. Um, <laughs> and the second one was we were talking about uh, the Beatles uh, podcast that uh, we did. Yeah. And how, um, you know, 
people it's so it's very long it's very long yeah uh but because we go uh segment by segment yeah. that it might break down quite well okay and then we both came up with the idea uh, i don't know who came up with the name sure. but beetle bites okay just beetle bites where we do like uh take that and make the small bits yeah of like you know maybe a certain amount of songs or whatever people just want like a little little kiss <laughs> sure of like maybe one song uh-huh. or something like that uh, uh you know what have you? So anyway, that's the suggestion on that. That's interesting. Beetle bites. All right. If someone wants to, oh, someone wants to someone, take on that task, let me know, and I'll there, send you. There I'll you are. Send you the files. Well, we might be able to make some. You know. Oh, okay. Thing. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. Later. Okay. I just. I have never actually listened to those episodes. Okay. At all. Well, I, here's what I've got to tell you. They're linear. That's nice. So you can you can you can hear when we've stopped talking about one. Yeah. And started talking about that's the cool. other. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I would just uh, put the music at the beginning. Yeah. Fast forward to the end, put the music at the end. I would, you know, I would do the cleanup and stuff like that, clean up the sound and understood, and do all that kind of stuff. And if someone swore, I would write down the time. Well, here's the other thing, and too. And I would go to that place and beep, beep it out. I don't know if we could add music to them, but it might be possible, too, in segments. Yeah, that'd be Add, like, little, little yeah, bits of the, the music. I have thought it. about that. That's something I have thought about. Just saying, because it's like, it is our most popular podcast. Yeah. If there's a way of, like, maybe doing a little more with that one, taking it and do it. Yeah. I don't know. Just for just throwing that. Me and Ian, maybe we're having... Maybe it's time for a Kickstarter. We could do a Kickstarter, say, if you guys pay us this amount of money, that will give Dave the time to do let us, editing on the show let and us add music to Let us maybe discuss this further. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Nina and if I that's were... that's what people want. Nina and I were having a lovely uh, dinner the other day, oh, uh, nice. going over... Uh, she's currently working on Sparks 2. Cool. She has done the um, uh, the rough layouts yes. uh, for it, as you've I, seen. I looked through much of it. And uh, and gone and you've gone like I have to color that. <laughs> no, um, actually, my thoughts are, ooh, I can't wait to. Yeah, it'll be fun to do that. Uh, but we were also talking about um, uh, Sparks Three, mm. and uh, let me just say that one's going to be bananas. Great, that one's going to be bananas. So we went through a lot of it, and it was really fun. So it's a tropical one. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, it's a little bit. You're not wrong. There's a little bit. <laughs> You guessed, you guessed pretty close to the bone there about uh, part of it. Are you saying Great. Sparks goes Hawaiian? I think well, Sparks goes bananas. Yeah. There you go. Did, uh, did Herbie go bananas? Herbie went bananas. He did. Okay. He also went to Monte Carlo, but did not at the same time. He, he did, did he break the bank? He did not break the bank. In Mon- I don't know if he broke the bank in Monte Carlo. How many Love Bug movies are there? I believe there. Herbie rides again. The Love Bug. The Love Bug. Herbie, Herbie rides, rides again. again. Herbie goes bananas. Herbie, Herbie goes to Monte, Monte Carlo. Carlo. Uh, there's the remake, of, there the was love, remake yeah. of the Love Bug. Yeah. Uh, and was that all the Love Bug movies? Unless they made some ones for television, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And how many were Buddy Hackett in? I don't know. But he played the uh, mechanic, right? That's right. Definitely and wasn't the first two. Okay. How many was Dean Jones in? Oh, this is all. This is these are all excellent <laughs> questions. Okay. Dean Jones was also the Shaggy DA. He was very much uh, legacy. Legacy. He also was the owner of the horse with the gray flannel suit. Okay, here we go. Herbie rides again. Yep. Her, followed by Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. You missed the love bug. Right. There was okay. That was we we know the love bug. Okay. Then Herbie rides again. Which had Herbie Helen goes, Hayes in it. Oh, very nice. Uh, then Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Okay. Then Herbie goes bananas. Yep. And then yeah, Herbie uh, fully loaded. Oh, her, yeah, but that was the remake. Who acted in that one? Who was the Who was the in which? Herbie Fully Loaded. Let's take a look. Uh, Herbie Fully Loaded was the new version. Yeah. And that was Lindsay Lohan. Justin Long. Okay. Uh, Matt Dillon. Michael Keaton. Huh. Did not expect Michael Keaton to be in that. He would have been the the um, the Keenan Wynn character, I and, imagine. And this is the trivia on this one. Uh, Alonzo Hawk. Thomas, Thomas Lennon and uh, Ben Grant 
from Reno uh, 911. Okay. Also wrote uh, Night at the Opera. Not Night at the Opera. Uh, Night at the <laughs> Museum. Oh, Night at the Museum. Night at okay. the Museum. All right. And many, many other films. They're sure. very successful. Uh, yeah, and, they're, uh, and and everything. I'll and take Tom, your word for it. And, and they're very successful actors as well. Tom Lennon's sure. and everything. You go, oh, that guy. And one of the sweetest guys in the world. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice every time I see him. Um, Usually so they, plays an officious sort of person. They wrote a book uh, that was like a, how to make millions in uh, the, the movie business. And, yeah, okay. something like that. Yeah. Uh, but they talked about Herbie Fully Loaded and why they quit the the film oh I they had, they had can a, you tell me yes there was a disagreement can you please tell us now on the show I, I will, will, be, I will, will I will tell you what it is okay great at one point in the film so Herbie uh, Herbie you know uh, does what Herbie does Herbie uh, helps people yeah. he'll fight crime he'll uh, do he has a, a mind of his own he'll sometimes squirt a little oil on someone he'll do all this kind of business sure at one point the producers of the movie wanted Herbie to be happy and so uh, his front bumper I guess it was going to bend up and smile. And they said, it can't do that. He's a car. Yeah. He can do all the things a car can do. Yeah. But he can't bend his bumper to make a smile. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, but we're going to do it anyway. And I was like, no. You, he, no. He can't. Herbie yeah. has certain rules. Yeah. And, uh, he, and, and, and so they went like, basically, you know, it's that or, or, or we're out. And, uh, and, the, and they went, well, it's been nice working with you. You're out. And so they fired them. Wow. They quit slash fired over not having the, the bumper uh, bend upwards I, in the smile shape. And I don't remember if in the movie they actually did I that. I can't remember that either. Yeah. Whether it did or not. All I know is like people didn't care for the movie much. And they rewrote the movie okay. completely basically yeah. after. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Left. I'm sure they did. I seem to remember it being okay, but then I watched it with the young girls who were enjoying it. And I, I felt their thrill of delight at this, at this movie. Sure. I don't think they've ever seen... The original, which I think is rather good. I, I love the, I love the location. I like that it's in San Francisco. Mm. I love the fire hall that the old lady lives in. I don't remember much about it. Mm. Yeah, it's, I don't remember much about it either. It has Dean Jones, but it has Helen Hayes as an old woman. She's the actual owner of Herbie in the original film, I believe, that it was her husband's car. Is there, is her husband haunting the car? No. Okay. Why do they call it Herbie? That's the name of the car. All right. Why wouldn't you call it, why wouldn't you call the car its name? How did they find out the name of the car? Because it's Herbie. All right. These are the dumbest questions I've ever heard. And so then... Um, what happened when Herbie found out that it was um, basically created by Hitler? Was that a, be- a problem for Herbie ever when he found that out? The car was not created by Hitler. The car was invented by Germans. True. Hitler gave the, the impetus he wanted to have impetus. a car that people could... That's right. Normal people could drive, kind of like the German version of the Model T Ford. Was, uh, Herbie's... Uh, Her- yeah, Herbie he was said, generally Hitler's that's idea. right. He said, I'm an anti-Semite. Yeah. Henry Ford is an anti-Semite who invented a car. Sure. I also want to have a car invented by an anti-Semite here in Germany. Yeah, this was this was a scene I wanted to see, by the way, in the Bumblebee movie, where like uh, Bumblebee <laughs> just went, "Hey, I, I like my design. Let me just look up the history of me." Fuck me, <laughs> and then becomes a Corvette. Like that would be why he well, becomes a Camaro. A, that, Camaro. Camaro. That's why he becomes yeah, a Camaro yeah. or a Corvette. I don't give a shit. Uh, just like get this, what cars get this are. Hitler off of me. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Go on about. Should have said a yellow car. Kirby the love book. Um, and so. I think that Dean Jones' character is like works at a bank, and he's come there because they're going to foreclose on poor Helen Hayes and her little okay. little house, which is like this beautiful old mansion in the midst of of San Francisco, in the sort of Knob Hill part of it, I guess, or okay. whatever. And so then, and then is Susan Plachette in it as well? Is that uh, who's the uh, is that who the love interest is in the film? You know what? I'm going to let you know. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Dean Jones, Michelle Lee, uh, oh. David Tomlinson, and Buddy Hackett. Michelle Lee. That's uh, the love bug. That is uh, the love bug. 
also sometimes known as Herbie the Love Bug. David Tomlinson, I believe he was in uh, Mary Poppins. Let's just see. You're absolutely correct. He was the father in Mary Poppins. Yeah, father. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're not saying Helen Hayes. I see him. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Maybe I'm thinking of the one where, where Dean Jones inherits a, a ski lodge and goes there and... Uh, it turns out that he has to repair the whole yeah, place. Yeah, I'm not seeing the Helen Hayes thing here. I'm sorry. Huh. I don't want to call you a liar, but I, I don't know what else I can say. Is that Herbie Wrights again, then? Do you know what? I can, I can let you know. Boy. I can look My this up. My memory is terrible, everyone. Hey, I'm folks. Sorry. Hey, by the way, uh, the show, en- the, the show ended exist. about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry about Why it. Why are you still here? Yeah, go, go away. We're just talk- having a private conversation okay, now. Okay, so you're saying... Um, you're right. Helen Hayes is the star of Herbie Rides Again. Ah, oh, I'm Ken sorry. Ken Berry is there as well. Uh, oh, Ken Berry, a different Keenan actor Wynn than Dean Jones. and Stephanie okay. Powers. Oh. Gee. That's the one I remember. I don't remember. I must. I'll have to somehow watch those movies one day. You know what? It sounds like this is going to be our next podcast. <laughs> the Love Book Podcast. Yeah, this is going to be... Uh, <laughs> it's very uh, short, but that's This right. is going to be fully loaded, a yeah. Herbie, a Herbie uh, podcast. Yeah. Or, or Dave Goes Bananas. Or Dave call, goes, yeah, Dave Goes Bananas. This is called We're Fully Loaded. <laughs> Ian and Dave get fully loaded. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we may be able to get Tom Lennon on to talk about the, uh, the other one. He seems very open to that kind of thing. He likes discussing that. All right. Uh, okay, another second question of the week. Uh, what's your favorite Herbie movie? There, done. And if not that, your favorite talking car movie. Okay, I know what my answer is then. What's your favorite talking car movie? Well, he's not a talking car movie, though. I said, or a talking oh, car Oh, a talking movie. car movie. I was just going to say know, my favorite Herbie movie is or it could Rides be just, Again. But, yeah. uh, uh, Herbie Rides Again? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw out uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I liked it okay, yeah. The uh, the, the the guy that's uh, the kid, grabbing kids, the kid snatcher. Yeah, Anthony Newley. He's very scary in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I like that toot sweet song. That's fine. Okay. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, pretty solid song as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. Dick Van Dyke's fairly charming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. You know, prove me wrong, uh, listeners. Anyway, <laughs> uh, as I said, the show ended about uh, 25 minutes ago. Uh, Why are you still here? Yeah, is there is there anything else you want to discuss uh, before Wait. we wrap up and go for a tasty burger or something? Ooh, a tasty burger. There, that means no. <laughs> so, if you want to <laughs> all, answer our all question, went out of my head. Or if you want to read uh, Lisa's uh, review of um, uh, Dave's other podcast, uh, go to sneakydragon.com and you will see our message boards. And there, they're underneath each episode. People talk yeah. about uh, these episodes, and you can join in on the fun. Sure, Dave will probably respond. You know, he might uh, make a comment and go meh, or he might make a comment <laughs> and go bah. I never know? go meh because I. I it doesn't. Uh, no. Honestly, it does not bother me if people don't like a song that I played. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, it bothers me if Mary doesn't like it. Mm. But it doesn't bother me if other people don't like right. it. Right. If you don't like it, Dave locks that away forever. <laughs> no, it's not at all. That's it right. Me. Or go on Facebook. We got Sneaky Dragon on Facebook. It's you know, okay. as you do, it's, you know where Facebook it's okay is. It's okay to disagree. About you're probably music. on Facebook right now while you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, or go to our uh, Twitter page, Sneaky underscore Dragon, or to our Tumblr page, SneakyDragon.tumblr.com. You can even ask questions there. You're, uh, there's an ask me thing there. And what are you going to do there? Look at pornography? You can't. It's gone. How'd they get rid of it? I don't know. That seems like a quite a task. But they did. Um, but we're still there. So look at us. It's an algorithm. It's an algorithm. Absolutely. He's right. There's an algorithm for porn. Huh. What a world. Am I right? We used to have to go find it in the woods. That's how old we are. That was an algorithm. Algi- <laughs> there, there if, you, if you want any of these jokes explained to you. Um, write to us and Dave will you can also write to us at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com sneakyd at sneakydragon.com uh, and uh, 
again, we appreciate your kind attention and your listening. And uh, it's always nice. Uh, you know, it's and weird. Your participation. Yeah, it's weird actually sometimes when I'm like talking to somebody and uh, they'll bring up something that we said on the show and I'm like, how do you know that? Mm. And I was like, I listen to the show and I'll go, Ugh. And I, <laughs> I slowly distance myself from the person and just like, run away. I try, I just edge towards the door. Wow. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's scary. I think. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Someone uh, hearing about someone who listened to the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are just shouting into the darkness, brother. <laughs> no, I mean, I know people listen to the show. I just meant, I've never met anyone that listened to the show. Besides people that I know in my life. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm. There's people that listen to the show. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad. And again, I'm glad to hear that. Again, we just shout into the abyss. And here's, here's the thing. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you a little something. Be careful, because the abyss oh. might shout, shout back. I was going to say, I was going to do a different joke. but Oh, please do one, it. So, no, Come no, on. No. Nope. Don't let me stop you. It's like when you stare into the abyss, yeah. the abyss stares back, and then you go, staring contest. And then uh, let's see which one of you blinks first. Okay, so here okay. was my Valentine's Day poem. All right. And we're going to end with this unless you say some smart-ass thing afterwards. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Sounds unlike me. This is a poem for Valentine's Day. Okay. Because we're recording this on Valentine's Day in case you're like, Valentine's Day is over. Yeah, I know. We're recording it on Valentine's Day. Things happen in the past. Sure. That's where, we're, that's where we are. We're in the past. We're not you in the future. We don't know what's happening in a couple of days. Yeah. All right. Here's a poem. Valentine's Day poem. Go for it. You can use this next year, too, if you want. Roses are red. Cut ones are dead. Just like St. Valentine when they took off his head. Oh, there's a crazy little shack beyond the tracks. Everybody calls it the Sugar Shack Well, it's just a coffee house and it's made out of wood Espresso coffee tastes mighty good That's not the reason why I've gotta get back up to that Sugar Shack Well, baby, to that Sugar Shack Oh, there's this cute little girlie, she's a trash you can understand why i've gotta get back up to that sugar shack whoa baby to that sugar shack yeah honey to that sugar shack oh yes to that sugar shack and now that sugar shack queen is a married to me yeah we just sit around and dream of the Of that sugar shack Just me and her, yes We're gonna go back To that 